Hey Mike, Eternia is in dire peril. Skeletor has captured Castle Grayskull and has enslaved the Sorceress. Oh no, what do we do? Well, if we can find the Cosmic Key, we can dial up He-Man and together we can become Masters of the Universe! There is a place where legends are born. Where the light confronts the dark. A world of incredible mystery, magic, and adventure. A world where colossal powers will collide in a battle to control the universe. place is Earth. The time is now. Masters of the Universe. Dolph Lundgren is He-Man. Frank Langella is Skeletor. And Meg Foster is Evil Lynn. Masters of the Universe. Coming to Earth this summer. He-Man. That's right, folks. It is Masters of the Universe time. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, 1987, directed by Gary Goddard, starring the um, the great thespian Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. And uh, Frank Langella. Yes. That's our, our connection from uh, Cutthroat Island. Yeah. But you don't know it's Frank. I mean, you don't really see Frank Langella. You see Skeletor. That's right. Yeah. That's right. As Skeletor. No. Um, I, I, do, I do remember... He was it was like kind of a big deal that Frank Langella was in a He-Man movie. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. You know, of course, at the time this movie came out, I was what, six, seven years old. So yeah, uh -huh. I, I had no idea who that guy was. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so, we're yeah, we're covering 1987's Masters of the Universe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Basically, uh, the live action film take on the heavily popular 80s, 80s comic series or 80s cartoon series. He-Man and the Masters well, of the not Universe. It's a cartoon. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the way I, I mean, yeah, it's not a cartoon. It's a yeah. toy action line. Yeah, it started a out as a toy. It's basically a, its own its own universe of itself. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Were you a He-Man fan? So, you know, He-Man is early, early, early for me. I mean, that's probably the earlier part of my life. I mean, I do have recall having the toys. I do recall watching the, the cartoons. So, yeah, I mean, I would... I would say in my early life, yes, He-Man had a huge influence. So, as opposed to right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, um, I would say, like, if you said, like, who, like, if you told me, like, as a child, what were you the biggest fan of? I mean, I would probably gravitate to TM TMNT, right? That's mm -hmm. probably my biggest one. Mm -hmm. But prior to TMNT, yeah, He-Man. He-Man was on there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, you and I were both in the prime age for that cartoon to be super popular and then the action figures. So yeah, I, I definitely had them all. I definitely had a collection. Yeah. I had castle gray school, so which I. is the castle, you know, yeah, which, I had um, castle gray school. it opened up and all that. My next door neighbor had snake mountain and I was always kind of jealous about this. Yeah. No. Okay. But I would, so but I would just go over to his house and, and play, play with his toys yeah. too. I had battle cat. I had battle cat. Yeah. And had all, I miss all the, 
antagonist and protagonists protagonist eyes. But using big literary. Yeah. Well, you know, I want to impress the audience. Um, yeah. Um, similar for me, I like, I, I have very distinct memories of watching He-Man and having toys. He-Man. You can't do that the whole time. What? I mean, <laughs> that's the, well, I mean, if anyone watched the cartoon, yeah, that probably kept going on throughout the, what, maybe 25 minute episode. They probably did that like six times throughout the probably. episode. Cause I mean, it was like the, just go from one scene to the other, you know? Yeah. Um, but I remember watching the show, um, and, and liking the show, I just like most kids our age probably did. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I do recall, I don't, I, well, I, I say I crawl, I, I don't think it, that fandom lasted that long for some reason. I remember when I remember really gravitating towards like Thundercats and GI Joe eventually. Yeah, I got to agree with you on that one. Yeah, definitely was a fan of G.I. Joe, Thundercats, Voltron, all that good stuff. But I mean, He-Man is definitely a place in my uh, yeah. in my nostalgia. Um, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I was influenced by I mean, I, I definitely was a part of the He-Man fandom. But I mean, I didn't have a He-Man birthday or anything, <laughs> if I recall. Um, I think I may have had He-Man bedsheets. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. For some reason, I go with the uh, matching uh, curtains. I don't recall curtains. Okay. I don't recall curtains in general. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that age, I don't remember paying that much attention to right. the curtains. Um, but yeah, just the toys and um, and the the cartoon that was a big deal. Well, you mentioned toys, and the whole. I guess the whole franchise spawned off of just making by selling. Toys. I was actually going to mention this because it's not just He-Man, uh, Transformers, and mm-hmm. what the world that Transformers is now. I mean, of course, now you've got like all the Michael Bay movies, and how many? I don't know how many of those there are. Like five, six. Seven. I lost count. Yeah. Um, and then there's so many iterations of that cartoon, that show, but all spawned from a toy. And there's actually a lot of iterations of He-Man as well. Um, Several actually. Yeah, and now after watching this film and doing some back research, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, and missed, there's still I like that, stuff I that's that, coming I missed, out. Yeah, I missed that reboot. I missed that iteration. I missed that iteration. Yeah, yeah. I, and I've never really gone and watched anything after that original series. In fact, I've tried to go back and watch that original series. It didn't. It didn't really hold up. I don't know. Yeah, it's not. If you go back and watch it, um, and I kind of did. It's like it's kind of very rudimentary, yeah. very rudimentary, like uh, art, um, I don't know, like design and art. You know, it's, they didn't really go like hardcore. With I mean, the, I'm, uh, I, I, that part doesn't bother me. I think it's just like the the stories maybe are kind of. But didn't the stories give you like a lesson to be learned at the end? Kind of like G.I. Joe. Well, article? they all have to. Yeah. Yeah. That time. was the thing. That was the thing about the 80s. though. I mean, they, all the cartoons had like a, some type of message with, mm-hmm. you know, like. Remember, kids, you know, like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's all like it's, uh, Smokey the Bear. They're right? all really disclaimer at the end. They're all, I guess, sort of violent. Even though it's all cartoony violence, you know, even, they're fighting and well, stuff. Actually, like, I read where like this was like the first cartoon, I guess, since like a, since one cartoon in the 70s where he actually could like beat up. He could have a little violence mm-hmm. where he was like, uh, 
Yeah, punch him. He wasn't really punching him. He'd do more like yeah, you know, like a superhuman move where he's like doing a gorilla press or he's like throwing his yeah. throwing the bad guys away, like picking him up and throwing him away. But this was like one of the first cartoons and in ages that was allowed to kind of broke the mold as far as showing a little violence, if you yeah. will, for cartoons. So but he couldn't cut anybody with a sword. Just like you no. never saw Raph, like or Raph or Leo stab anybody, <laughs> you know, or slice anybody up, unless it was pizza or or the the robot foot soldiers. Yeah, yeah, because right. they were robots. Exactly. Yeah, so they're inhuman. Yeah, so you can. Yeah. Sh- 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 right. Yeah. Um. Did you have a favorite He-Man character that you could recall? Honestly, uh, I kind of gravitated towards Orko for some reason. I thought he was kind of the comic relief. A lot of people did. Yeah, yeah. so if you don't know, um, just Orko was, in the cartoon, Orko was like, what, like a kind of like a levitating magician. You know, it like always kind of reminded me of like a uh, Marvin Martian sort of character. Yeah, very. Yeah, you couldn't see his face. He wore a scarf and they had, like, the wizard hat and he just yeah. had a big, but like, it was a magician, I guess. Yeah, a magician. Kind of had a big gown to look like it said yeah. O on it. Yeah. yeah. And his name was Orko, and he was a kind of a, an ally. How about you? Do you uh, have a favorite character? Hmm. I mean, I would be cheating to say He-Man himself. Trap Jaw. You like Trap Jaw? I, I had Trap Jaw as an action figure. Yeah, I, I had too, the, yeah. the action figure. You could take his arm off and put it yeah, back. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, I always l- actually liked Skeletor. I did too. I liked Skeletor. He was always he was always good for a wisecrack. <clears throat> yeah. It yeah. Did, as I grew older and I started to really think about it, you know, when you, as you grow older, you start thinking about life's really important questions about mm-hmm. like, you know. How does face get that way? <sighs> like if he's a skeleton, why is he so muscular? Or is it just his face as a skeleton? Performance enhancement drugs. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. He got him on the wrong side of Eternia. Started taking him. <laughs> same dealer from same dealer that uh, Prince Adam goes to. I mean, I mean, he man, he man. So, yeah, yeah. So, but well, that weird the Prince Adam thing. It's kind of kind of odd. It's like nobody could tell that he was he man, but. I mean, it's. I feel like that's even worse than like the Clark Kent Superman thing, mm-hmm. or like um, Captain Morgan Adams when she beat up that woman. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, put a lay down a rule. We don't outside of making the connection with Frank Langella. No more talk about <laughs> Cutthroat Island. Oh man, hit a nerve. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna leave that one on a desert island. But that was a funny just, part because we we're supposed to believe that she was uh, completely disguised. I just want to drown that. Movie. <laughs> I think that movie. I think the movie drowned itself. So you're you're anyway. you're in luck. Um, but yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, we we're supposed to believe that no one knew that he was He Man, even though he's basically Prince Adam, just in a loincloth and some. Um, I don't know, like was it a battle cross or whatever? Yeah, I'm not really sure. It was he was supposed to be a barbarian at. Like originally it was the idea. It was supposed to kind of be like a like a sci-fi version of Conan, I think. Um I mean he's definitely got like a Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, but uh, you're right. Influence. Because there's like flying contraptions and stuff. And yeah, yeah isn't yeah. it like um well the backstory is like Eternia was like had like been just worn strife and what have you and like only he, certain people had access to certain technologies. It's supposed to be the backstory or something. Yeah, like 
Which yeah. now brings up a thought in my mind is like, is Castle Grayskull really the center of good? The source of power. Because everybody, they're kind of hoarding all the technology for themselves. I don't Probably. know. Probably. Anyway. Yeah, and you get the sorceress just straight living up there, right? She's lit up in yeah. Castle Grayskull. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I remember he used to say like, you know, by the power of Castle Grayskull. Yeah. Yeah. I have by the, the power. power of Grayskull. Yeah, the power of Grayskull. Yeah. Yeah. I have the power. Yeah. And that's what I I'll have get. the power. Mm-mm-mm. It's getting, it's getting, it's getting kind of heavy. The sword, the power, the power sword. Sometimes it gets a little heavy. Yeah. Right. 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 That's the power sword. That's the sword he lifts. He lifts above his head. I, right. Aloft. Right. The power sword. Or is this sword, called the sword of Grayskull? Sword of power. It's a, the sword of Grayskull. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Um, Grayskull sword. Well, anyway, so the cartoon, the cartoon is done by yeah. 1985. Yeah. So I mean, it's two, done as far as there's nothing new. coming. Two out. seasons, but 65 episodes per season. Yeah, they, they were, were churning they were them out. Yeah. Yeah. And so then Mattel still like crushing it with the, the uh, toy sales. Right. Right. So, but they, they're kind of, they've lost a little bit of uh revenue stream. Dipped which, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they so went to She-Ra, like, right? They then started doing a She-Ra thing. They did She-Ra. Yeah. Like um, off. Did you ever watch She-Ra? Never. I think I saw a little bit of it. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe only like when like He-Man, it would be like a crossover or whatever. Yeah. Because they were cousins, I think, or something. Anyway. Sister. Sister. Oh, okay. Anyway. Um, anyway, let's get around to this lovely film. Feature film. Lovely feature film. <laughs> Extraordinary. Yeah. So Mattel's like, hey, let's make a live action film and mm-hmm. cash in on let's cash in on some more uh fandom. Because you're right, He Man's kind of waning at this time. It's time to squeeze the juice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they cast uh Dolph Lundgren as He Man. We got uh Frank Langella as Skeletor, uh Courtney Cox of Friends Fame is in it. Um don't tell me Not he, yet. Yeah, no. I know, but of later friends fame is in it um and then i don't know the guy who played kevin but he was a little annoying um <laughs> james tolkien of Robert like duncan something yeah i kind of did a small like just a kind of brief look at his history it looks like he got had some fame on star trek afterwards Robert duncan mcneil okay yeah, he was in he was in a star trek okay so i did yeah voyager or something like that yeah i'm not i'm not, disclaimer i'm yes voyager i am not a trekkie uh and I got nothing against Trekkies. I mean, I just, I did watch a lot of Next Generation as a kid, but I, that was kind of as far as my um, Star Trek knowledge. I, that's, I could just give you the, the Picard series <laughs> with Riker and all those guys. Um, and then, um, who played Evil Lynn? She was Meg. Meg Foster. Meg Foster. She's pretty cult cultish like in a lot of cult films i guess 70s and 80s mm-hmm. um dude we've got chelsea field as tila john cypher as man at arms billy barty yeah as gwildor mm-hmm. gwildor and james tolkien james tolkien shows up yeah you know it's a good 80s movie when james tolkien shows up slacker <laughs> yeah <laughs> And then you forgot. One thing I also realized is that, I mean, this is totally random, but like, uh, um, there's also a guy named Barry Livingston who plays in this. He plays uh, Charlie, the music store dude. Mm-hmm. 
And so three actors have a connection to Adam, Adam Sandler in this film. <laughs> Adam's fan, Adam Sandler, or Adam's family, Adam Sandler. How about you? Oh. So of course, Courtney Cox, cause she was like in bedtime stories, Christina pickles, who plays a sorceress. Cause she was in, um, uh, the wedding singer. She plays, uh, Julia's mom. And then Barry Livingston had like a cameo and don't mess with the Zohan. And then if you, and, and then also, uh, pickles played Courtney Cox's mother on friends. What? Wow. Yeah. So just a lot of connected actors there. Wow. Christina Pickles. Is that who it is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm not looking at anything right now. I'm just trying to remember. But she plays like the Geller's mom and friends. So I thought that was kind of. She was also in Revenge of the Nerds 4. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I just thought that was kind of funny. So like three actors have like some kind of connection with Sandler, which is good to know because we do these connections. Like we do our films with Romeo and Juliet. Romeo plus Juliet. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, I just thought it was interesting because we're always looking at who has connections. So, cause we're always connecting actors with, with films. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, um, perfect, perfect role for the immaculate Dolph Lundgren. Huh? Well, yeah, I would say. Yeah. I mean, this was his first leading role. Um, he was, he kind of had the He-Man look. Yes, he did. He had the He-Man physicality. He had the He-Man acting. Yes. Sort yes, of. He, <laughs> yes, he did. And this is, and then this is our. I, mean, I really don't think he's all that bad. Honestly. And uh, yeah, and uh, this is our second, second Dolph Lundgren film kind of mm -hmm. like covering. And um, yeah, I mean, you compare it from, if you want to compare him between from this film to it's the 1990s Punisher. 89. I think 89, I think his acting got a little bit better in yeah. the Punisher film. Um, but his physique definitely got deflated <laughs> in the Punisher. <laughs> yeah, in front of the Punisher. Well, what was he working out in the sewer? I mean, yeah, I mean, he was just, he was leaner. He just wasn't as uh, jacked. I mean, he was, you can see in this film, he looked like he was just fresh off of like kicking Rocky's, uh, Rocky's. Body. Well, he essentially was. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. and he got into like the bodybuilding thing. If you from Rocky Four, if he dies, he dies. Right, and uh, so yeah, he had. I think he was actually a good choice. Um, I, I, a good choice as far as the look, but yeah. maybe not a great choice as far as experience. Right, his uh, his delivery is a little, a little. Uh, but but he didn't have a lot to say. You no, know? no, so. I do remember. I remember. Um, and I, I actually asked you, there was a there's a documentary about the Canon Film Group. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a part in that movie where um, <clears throat> when this movie, when they were making this movie, um, Stallone, Sylvester Stallone had come, had kind of come into the Canon Film Group too, because Canon also released... Um, Cobra and over the top, I think. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they happened to, he happened to be walking through the Master Universe set, saw Dolph over there, and the, he was a lead. And Stallone apparently said to someone, You gave that guy lines? <laughs> <laughs> so, so every time now I watch this movie, I think, Oh, okay. Well, he's not the worst part of this. He's movie, not. Though. He really isn't. And he's not the worst part. And, um, he he does enough to make this sh the movie entertaining and and yeah I mean if you really focus on it you know you can tell he was 
a little bit dubbed, but <laughs> I mean, I think he does a great job actually. I mean, not, I mean, it's not like, Oh my God, he was the best cast ever, but I mean, he has all the intangibles you think he man would have, you know, he's got mm-hmm. the blonde hair. He's like six foot seven. He's chiseled in this film. I mean, like he just looks like the action figure, you know, and, uh, and they really gave him minimal lines. So he doesn't have to, he's not, yeah. he's not wax poetic, you know, in front of all the, he's not going through monologues and talking about his feelings. He's out there just like, Hey, we got to save some people. And now, now look at my abs ripple while I swing the sword, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he, he does the part. And then I think all the other cast of characters, actually probably, Frank Langella was Skeletor was like kind of refreshingly nice compared to other films he's been now that will remain nameless. <laughs> um, he uh, they gave him like some really good like just sayings like the stuff that he says like uh, um, throughout the film is intelligent stuff. You know he's yeah. not like the one he's not like a whiny complainy like you know because I mean I, if I, I haven't watched. 83 cartoon in a long time but i always remember skeletor kind of being a little i don't know comical yeah little, he little, is a little whiny little, yeah little like yeah. Uh, i'll get you next time he man this this is more of a formidable skeletor portrayed by frank langella mm-hmm. yeah i always thought so too I, and i think that he um is the He's the, he's the high mark of this film. Yeah, he, he, he yeah, is, he is. He's clearly the, the best, best actor, perform- best performance. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely the best actor amongst the group. But he's also the one giving the best performance. Great. Yeah, and I think he really enjoyed being think, being a part of this film. Oh yeah, well he did. He did. I mean, that was that was the story I've always read was that he he never even like, like for instance, Dolph was very hesitant to take on this role. Oh like, yeah, he man. Frank Langella said he didn't even think twice about it. And he immediately took it because he had a four year old at home that, that was like playing he man throughout the house and was like, <laughs> thought it would be the coolest thing ever. Oh yeah. The impressive kid. Yeah. yeah. And you know, Lundgren doesn't, he, he looks back on this like with not fond memories, but Langella says it's one of the best experiences of his life playing yeah. this role. I think I read something similar where Lung. Yeah, Dolph was like, it was not one of my best films, or it's not one of my favorite films. But I mean, you got to, like I said, it was his first kind of feature start. And I mean, I don't know, at the time, who are you going to use to do He Man other than Schwarzenegger? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, you don't, you're not, and you're not going to get Schwarzenegger. And, and he time. was already doing Conan, and, he, and he's already got, he's already done the like taking my shirt off and flexing for the camera. And I don't even think, I don't even think Schwarzenegger really fits this role that well outside of just the, the body the, type. The physic, yeah, yeah the cause I, he doesn't, physicality. he doesn't have like a, like a fighter's Wait, movement. What about, about JCVD? Well, JCVD was a nobody. But yeah, you're right. Point. In 87, he wasn't in it. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, Bloodsport did Next year, right? Yeah, Bloodsport, Bloodsport comes out in 88. 88. Yeah. Um, so he was a nobody. I mean, he was in some stuff. He was also too short. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's and, and gosh, you talk about like trouble delivering lines. Oh, my God. I mean, I like, yeah. but like a, a Belgian Belgian accented, you know, he man. How do you do that? I don't know. 
And we must, I like Jean Claude Van Damme. We must save it. I like Jean. I like we must Van save it, Tania. <laughs> I like his movies. If but you, uh, you talk about follow having me, follow me, and we'll go to save it. Like the director wanted to dub Lundgren. Yeah, they definitely would have dubbed. Didn't Mattel Van put Damme. the kibosh on that, or who? Somebody put the kibosh on the. I, I think it was Lundgren himself. Uh, Lundgren's like, don't dub me. Yeah, yeah okay. I think he had like a. Uh, written into his contract if somehow. You, if you dub me, that's not cool. Uh, <laughs> I need you not to dub me. Yeah. Okay. So get get. <clears throat> we got to save Adonia. Come on, let's go. I mean, that's basically, you know, your standard dialogue from Dolph. Yeah. Yeah. He was initially planned to have Lundgren's dialogue dubbed over by another actor, but was not permitted to do so due to contractual reasons. Uh, so okay. Lundgren had uh, my, my contract. Barely, <laughs> barely made me got early word that. Uh, again, again, deliver lines very well. Right. What if it was okay? Hear me out. If Dolph couldn't do it, and I know this guy doesn't have the physique, but what if he just really put in? He put in, put in the physique. Seagal. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Tied his hair blonde, and just went at it. You uh, hey, Skeletor. You uh, are you thinking about taking over Castle Grayskull? Again, nobody knew who Steven Seagal was. You, he wasn't even in the movies yet. Are you? Are you? Are you are you trying that right now? <laughs> Do you want me to laugh in your face? Come on, Skeletor. Be a man. Step up to the plate. I'll show you some moves. Lundgren's the only guy that could do yeah. it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just Lundgren's the only one I that can do it. Yeah, this is true. Well, we can't we can't get too far down the road in talking about okay. the what? I was just gonna say the Skeletor thing. Um before we are, you, are we still talking about the actors? Well, I was just going to say something about like the actual making of the film. Okay. Yeah. I was just going to say, what was your thoughts on the Skeletor design? Like his look? I think it's a good look. I like the costumes. Mm -hmm. uh, mostly. Mm -hmm. um, I think. Obviously, I think it was a bold choice to do as many close ups as they did. Yeah. So you could clearly see that it was a mask. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I think it, I think he's, I don't think there's anything really wrong with Skeletor in this movie. Right. So I think, yeah, he plays, he plays Skeletor really, really well, but yeah, I was just kind of hung up on the mask. Um, I just felt like there was even here in 1987 that we, there was more, I just thought they could do better with it with the makeup like even like like you said it was a mask why not paint just in the eye sockets paint some black in there to make it just look a, make them look a little more menacing to give it more of a skull like feature um i guess i was just that was my only down my only the reason why i brought it up is like i was just kind of hung up on like the i just yeah. thought they could have done better with the uh because <clears throat> yeah you can see like when he's talking like the nose is just going over his nose you know <laughs> like the nose holes so I just thought it could have been, I mean, I just felt like with movie magic now, maybe Canon was on a limited budget or whatever, but well, see, yeah. And, that's a good and uh, I just figured, I figured with all the flying sets and cool stuff they did, they could have like kind of a little bit, this is just my opinion. just could have gotten a little bit more creative with giving him more of that skull look. Well, you mentioned Canon uh, and you can't separate the Canon group portion of this you know, the, the the fact that it's a Canon film, Canon films at this time, they were popular, 
but they were not known for their high budgets uh, and and great production value. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, they're I like they're all about action. Yeah, well, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all about action. And I always find it interesting how do you like my how like they manage to gain rights to some of this some of the properties they had. Like for instance, there's Master Universe, but also in 1987 they released Superman 4. And then they they also obtained the rights to Spider-Man with this plan that they were going to do a Spider-Man film uh, before Sony got it. Right. Yeah. And and that ended up happening. Anyway, we don't need into that. But you know, the fact that they were able to this this I don't know. I mean, we're not talking about Warner Brothers or Universal or Columbia or something. No, I'm talking like, about a, one of a major studio. Yeah, yeah, at the time. Yeah, but anyway, Can was like access a, maybe to a, these a B player these properties. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe they, yeah, yeah. Maybe they knew a guy. I probably knew a guy. Yeah. <laughs> I knew a guy. Yeah. It um, fell off a truck. Yeah, there's, there's a bit of a Carol Co. thing going on here, I think. <laughs> well, speaking of Carol Co., um, I think didn't this movie kind of in the same kind of um, kind of same vein as the other movie we just recently done, did, it, it was kind of set up to kind of save this, be a savior for the uh, studio and then end up kind of putting it in yeah, ruin. And I don't, well, because I think it was a $22 million budget and came in i don't think it was necessarily like it looked at as a savior film as much as it just led it was one of a few that led to, to the, the downfall, downfall. Yeah, right films, yeah. um like i mentioned superman 4 right major flop uh and then after which one's superman 4 that's the quest for peace where he collects all the nuclear weapons and throws them into the sun and the nuclear man is created and he has to fight nuclear man oh okay <clears throat> it's an underrated film. I love it. I'll still watch it today. I don't think I've I mean, seen not it. Not literally today, but I don't think I've ever seen it. It's over there on the Nuclear. shelf. Okay, I'll well, check it out. Yeah. Door, my compact. Got all the Superman movies. Um, <laughs> Nuclear Man. Versus uh, Superman. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So big commercial flops just led to eventually financial ruin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway. You know, after this, there was a plan for a sequel and a Spider-Man film, but they didn't have the budget for it. And so they already had these costumes of all these things. <laughs> you know what they come up with? Cyborg. Yes. With JCVD. Which, yeah, yeah bringing it about back. Bringing it back to now, JC. Now, if I watched it, now if I watch it again, which I watched it already, and it's not one of my favorite of his films, He's with a couple misguided. of with a couple of cool scene, couple of cool scenes. Yeah, I like mean, all of them. Yeah, I don't know. Fender, Gibson, <laughs> Stratocaster. Um, but it was filming Wilmington, North Carolina, which I it thought was kind of yeah, yeah. That, that was kind of interesting. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, let's uh, let's pivot back to the uh, to the nineteen eighty seven. Masters of the Universe. Well Doors Locksmith is now open and serving the citizens of Eternium with all of their lock and key needs. Will Doors fame as a locksmith is known throughout Eternia and Earth. Just listen to this customer testimonial from He-Man himself. Uh, yeah, Gwildor was fantastic. He builds keys and locks and portals and does it all. 
the best way possible. Thank you, Gwildor, for what you've given us. You're welcome, He-Man. Just remember, with a Tesseract, Octafire, and Keyboard, I can practically solve all your problems. So give Gwildor a call today. He-Man. Well, yeah, so um, that's an interesting tidbit about the uh, proposed sequel. But what I found another kind of kind of side interesting about this film, which I don't know how often this happens. I think it's kind of rare. But I mean, I think because the film was so popular among children, they did a sweepstakes to, for fans to like be a part of the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so um, I guess they ran commercials like, "Hey, we're filming the we're filming the He Man movie." You know, go out and buy your as many toys as you can. I don't think it was. I think you could just sign up for free, but you would get all, <laughs> you'd get all this like, you know, um, MOTU, that's Masters of the Universe, merch. MOTU. Yeah, MOTU merch. I've used this acronym many times. Oh, okay. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> MOTU merch. And uh, you get to hang out and go to like all these parks in California with all your family and friends. And this young guy. Um, Richard young- Sponder? Sponsor, yeah. Sponsor? I think it's amazing. Sponsor. It's like, yeah, he's like a nine-year-old, eight-year-old kid who like won it. And um, from like what? It's like middle of America somewhere, like Illinois or? Uh, I don't I don't know. know. I'm looking at the Wikipedia. But that's kind of cool, you know? And they, they, put, they put him in the film, but they put him as like pig boy. So I guess he was like wearing heavy makeup. And yeah, actually, when we were like looking at the credits at the end of the film, when we watched it, I was like, I saw like it say pig boy. And I was like, Wait, when did I see Pig Boy? And you were like, um, you're like, oh, he was in there. But I mean, you go back. I, I went back and researched it. And apparently, he was like holding his staff at one point, or or Skeletor gave him a staff. Yeah, he he didn't have any lines. But I read somewhere where they maybe a couple of years ago they interviewed him. You know, now he's an adult, and they're like, what was your thoughts when you saw it? And he was like, man, I was just. He was like, I was so just, I was so jacked when I first watched the film. I didn't even like, I, I missed my scene altogether. And <laughs> and then he's like, I rewatched it, and then I was like, oh, it's kind of. They did cut, a, they cut a lot out of my scene, but he's like, I still was so. He's like, I still had such an amazing time on set. Like everybody was so nice to me, and my family had a blast, and it, it was really, really cool. So I thought that was kind of cool, you know. They mm-hmm. did the sweepstakes and did their part and brought that kid out there and put him on the film. So I mean. He's got a IMBD credit, you know. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool um, for this film, and it, you know, at if, you know, I think he's our age too. Like, I guess he's actually older than us because uh, in '87 I would have been six. Yeah, we'd have been six. So yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I think I would have lost my mind if I got to do something like that. I mean, it's cool. However, they had already pretty much. Did the film film yeah. completed yeah. filming. And mm-hmm. so they just kind of stuck him in. They uh, kind of crammed him in there with a, with some heavy makeup. Yeah. I mean, this was like hey, Mattel, Mattel held the contest, but I'm pretty sure. I think Mattel, I, I, Mattel, Mattel seemed to be like doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes that the filmmakers weren't really. They, yeah, they asked, a, they asked a lot of stuff that, um, the director was trying to do too. So, they um goddard goddard was trying to do a lot of things and they were just like shooting it shooting it down left and right and uh they had a lot of rules about what 
He-Man, you know, what Dolph could do as He-Man. Yeah. They didn't want to portray him in a negative light anyway. Couldn't, See, that's the, that's the problem because... Couldn't cuss, couldn't do anything. You hold Dolph back. Yeah. Dolph isn't as good. Yeah. You got to let Dolph go. Let Dolph be Dolph, man. Let like, Dolph be Dolph. Like, like he was in The Punisher. Yeah, let Dolph be Dolph. And then you're going to have... a t-shirt that says that. Let Dolph be Dolph. Let Dolph be Dolph. <laughs> Maybe we should get one. Yeah. Yeah. So, but... uh, hey, No, even the set design... LDBD. Even the set design, I guess, like uh, Goddard had some ideas, and Mattel was like, "No," <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Nah," which uh, you know. Speaking of, uh, and then um, speaking of uh, the sets, uh, some stuff was pretty. Just this whole film had a lot of familiarity to it, as far as the nineteen eighties or really maybe, like what? Like, uh, well, I thought the design of um, like Grayskull. So when you Grayskull, when they when you See Gray Skull just has those huge open pit areas, mm-hmm. you know, or just like when there's like a little walkway to like the the dais, I guess, where Skeletor was sitting and the sorceress was sitting. There's literally just a narrow pathway between these two pits, you know, very um, Return of the Jedi ish, you know, <laughs> um, where you could at a moment so just fall fall off and into a pit. Mm. Um, um, well. Now it's interesting that you say that because um, the canon group touted Master Universe as the Star Wars of the 1980s. Oh, okay. Well, though I didn't know that. Though there was a Star Wars in the 1980s. In 1983 was Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, oh wait, what did Empire came back in 80? Came out in 80, 79. 81. 79. Really? Okay. Look anyway. it up. Yeah. That's fine. But what I'm, I don't know. But the uh, fact that they, yeah. they were clearly trying to play on that. They really were. Because there was um, 1980, even. 1980. Really? Okay. Yeah. I thought it was 79. Yeah, my birth. Okay. So I thought um, even Skeletor, when he like kind of uh, graduates to uh, Golden Samurai Skeletor, he's got a lot of like, uh, <laughs> he's got a lot of the uh, Big Trouble in Little China electricity going. That's also very similar to uh, Emperor Palpatine when he like hits you yeah. with the lightning. Yeah. But his lightning was like yellow, you know. Yeah, but it was yeah. still like you don't want was, it too obvious. But when he was walking around, it was like <laughs> like the uh, like the uh, I can't remember the the one of the guy one of the one of the guys from Big Trouble in China. You know the Raiden character, the Raiden looking character. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he's all um, he's all electrified up, you know. So. Well, I guess. Uh, lightning would be because they were named after thunders rain and lightning yeah so but that was just interesting and there's some other stuff too um when we talked about throughout the film I was like oh that kind of reminds me of this but i don't know it's just <laughs> i just remember those specific spots i mean mm-hmm. stop me or bring something up if something else comes to your mind comes to mind um uh but um well the black stormtroopers. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> just like, yeah. stormtroopers and yes. black. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I mean, even in the, yeah, you're right because the opening scene, he like Skeletor. That's what another thing about this film too. It's um, it, it takes elements of He Man, but it does it wipes away a lot of stuff. It doesn't go into any of the a lot of stuff in He Man. Like there is no Prince Adam. There is no like tiger. There is no like like chilling on eternity with his mom and dad. You know, it's just like it's just straight into action right off the bat. Well, it's good that you bring this up because it's straight off the action right in the bat. Skeletor is just barging right on into Castle Grayskull with all of his black 
stormtroopers. I mean, they're on the and they're all in shiny outfits, you know, like, yeah. oh, yeah, shiny outfits like, you know, looking like stormtroopers. And he's already in there. He's already got a sorceress who does have this. And they're all bad shots. Yeah. What's that? They're all bad shots. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like, can't ain't it's like this is very stormtrooperish. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, he's already taken Castle Grayskull. There is no yet. Yeah, you don't even see a Snake Mountain, you know? OK. You don't even see him like chilling and getting angry. I'm going to. I kind of, I kind of sense your tone here that you're you're speaking of these. Things I have a tone in a negative, in a negative way. I think. I don't think I was being negative. I'm just saying he's. Going, we're just. <laughs> no, we're just. I'm I was saying, just saying they're taking that. They didn't add. They didn't put in a lot of those. Elements. I know, but that that's what I'm going to say, or I was going to speak to is that. Uh, so this movie was a commercial failure. Flop not only with critics, but with fans. And I think when it came to the fans, you had a lot of people that went into this movie expecting battle cat. Well, they're expecting the cartoon come to life. Yeah. And so you didn't have that. You didn't have a lot of essential characters. You didn't have the same setup. You didn't have, um, all those, a lot of those familiar elements. I actually remember thinking this when I saw this movie as a kid, like where's Orca? No, I never liked Orko, honestly, but <laughs> well, that's not that was irrelevant. But what I'm saying is when I went and saw it at the theater, I remember going to see this movie in the theater and remember walking out thinking, that 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 really wasn't He Man. Yeah. It it was not the same. Yeah. It's a very darker tone too. But but that's what I was gonna say though. This movie has since gained a kind cult of a cult following, following a cult yep. status. And I think because and I obviously I'm gonna only speak for myself, but I I think it's because disclaimer, you were reading all the you were saying all the lines throughout the movie to yourself. <laughs> but what I'm going just to say, want the, I'm just want the audience to know that I would look over and he is literally repeating the lines of Skeletor to himself <laughs> while we're watching the film. OK, yes, I've seen this movie a couple of times. But what I was going to say, and this is this is like a serious I'm making trying to make a real point. Yeah, here, make a point. Sorry. Is that this I think that that. If you made that movie as essentially a live action copy of the cartoon, it would be silly. Yeah. Because the cartoon is silly. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I said earlier, like I've tried watching it now and it doesn't, it it's, comes across as goofy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what that, what this movie, yes, it's, it's lifting some stuff from more, famous films and and ideas from you know better or that that were done better by mainstream else. more mainstream stuff yeah but what i'm going to say though is that i think that if you remove if you remove the he-man lore from it it's actually a good i'm not going to say great but it's a good sci-fi film sci-fi action movie from the 1980s and I think that that's why it is. I think people have recognized that, and that's why the the it's kind of gained a following since then. Yeah, no, I, I well, what you're saying, I completely agree. Like, I think Gary Goddard kind of found was found took himself seriously, and he took this film seriously. And so, yeah, I, I agree with you. He wanted to make this film as the you know like one of the best sci-fi films he could make by taking elements from he-man but i agree i'm just saying to the audience like if you're going if you were going into it thinking oh i'm just going to see a he-man film about this cartoon that what spawned from this cartoon just go ahead and know 
a lot of the elements that you're you're used to from the cartoon is not in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, I there is I, no like there is no you know, king and queen. There's no yeah, battle. I, cat. And I totally get that. And I and I think but I agree are, what you're saying though. Like I feel yeah. like the director had to do had to make this film respectable and more for a mainstream audience. Yeah, yeah, he yeah he did, um, and you know it's not just even some of those other things, but this. The violence level is raised. I mean, we're not talking R-rated violence, but it's definitely, you know, more as far as laser guns can make realistic, you know, battle. But the fight scenes are actually not terrible. They're actually pretty good. So those are some of like the hand-to-hand fights mm-hmm. with He-Man and and some of like the, um, I can't remember what they're called, but, you know, they're like Centurion. special forces guys or whatever. Or uh, really any of them. Um, the mercenaries. But, yeah. All right. Let's just go ahead and get into it, though. Like the movie starts out a war torn scene, basically. Right. Right. It's a war torn scene. You know, Skeletor is entering Castle Grayskull. He's overtaken Castle Grayskull. Yeah. Like the the his they which I guess was almost impossible. People don't know how he's done it, but he's gained control and he's got immediately has a sorceress played by Christina Pickles like just trapped in this like force field. Yeah. And she's just yeah. like, can't do anything. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he's just going like, Hey, by the next moonrise, I'll have the power to be the master of the universe. I will say that I, I don't understand how any of that works. It doesn't matter though. Yeah. It's, uh, I agree. They kind of just <laughs> kind of throw that out there. I mean, it and makes you me, like wonder, like so, every time the moonrise and the sorceress is there, she just stands in front of this thing. And she's like, "I'm gonna block it, make sure no one's gonna do this." Does she uh, absorb the power? Maybe, maybe the she, Skeletor yeah. is And then what's her like? What's her like? Uh, what's her trustworthiness? I mean, everybody's just like, "Okay, she's not gonna, you know, she's not gonna use all this power for." Kind of like what you just said earlier. Like, is Castle Grey Skull just like, <laughs> like thing? in the cartoon? Was she more of like a Merlin character? I just remember she would. There just, was a king and queen that yeah, was. Yeah, but she was just like. Like a more of an advisor, right? She just wanted to kind of yeah, like him a how, Merlin. Yeah, like told him how yeah, to she use, did magic. Yeah, taught him how to use his powers and like kind of be there as an advisor. Yeah. While he was like, "What? I'm he man." Boy, if he only had that voice. You ever have you listened to? Yeah, voice it's really it's so weird. weird. It's, it's so I don't know. Weird. It's like I don't even know how to do it. It's like, ha ha, not you, Kringer. You're a battle cat. Yeah, but it's like Prince Adam voice. He's like. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh sorcerers, I can I if you give me the sword, I can have the master's universe. But then power. he turns into He-Man. I am He-Man. 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 Battle cat. Come here. Yeah. <laughs> give him more of like a Yeah, come here, Battle Cat. You see. Yeah, sure, sure. Battle cat. You come here. Come alongside me, kitty cat. Kitty cat me, what's his face? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, um, he's like, dude, I got, I got what I, everybody's like, what? How do you, and then we just kind of, yeah, we see Evil Lynn, we see the stormtroopers. Um, then, like, he does, like, this kind of, like, um, uh, just does, like, the face thing to Eternia. He's just, like, shows up as, like, a, t- yeah, like, a, announcing like that a hologram. It's like, the war yeah, he's is like, over. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> war is over. Yeah. Pledge thyself to me or be destroyed. You know? Um, basically. It's and like, He's like a weird. Yeah. Ripper. Let that be my first decree. You know, he's, he's like, I'm ready to. Going all pro wrestler on it. 
Well, yeah. he's kind of he's kind of going at it with uh, a lot of intensity. Yeah, yeah. So and so all of Eternia is getting this notice, and He Man. We see everyone now. We see He Man for the first time. He's up on a. He's just rock. chilling in a desert, dude. Well, he's not chilling. He's definitely he's, well, he's like shooting something. He's tired, yeah. and he's like he probably looks a little. He looks a little hungry, actually. He's <sighs> I mean, he's got to have eat a lot of calories to maintain maintain that physique. Oh my god, yes, <laughs> he must be crushing it. Not once did I see him go to work out, and I I never actually saw any of them eat. Well, except nah. for like Quildor, Quildor, yeah. Anyway, yeah, okay. Anyway, Quildor's like challenging. Well, now we meet Quildor though. Well, what we yeah. find out is Gwildor because... Because, yeah, like, He-Man's, like, just chilling, like, shooting, like, like taking a breather on the rock, and then we see, like, uh, some minions, some Skeletor minions, yeah, like, storm with... Troopers. Stormtroopers, yeah. What would we want to call them, like, Skeletor Troopers? Skeletroopers? Skele that's what I was thinking. Skeletroopers. Skeletroopers. Yeah. And uh, they got, like, uh, like a bag behind them, and, turn and so, like, He-Man's just, like, he takes them all out, and yeah. apparently the bag is Gwildor. Just like so, Gwildor is like this like locksmith slash inventor. <laughs> yeah, and he's like some kind of like uh, I don't know. He's and not. He kind of refers to himself as an inventor. He's not inhuman. Though. He's not inhuman. He's like this, like, like a, a troll, like a little troll, like a little. So you're talking about you mentioned Orko, and instead of having Orko in this film, so it was a it was, it was a budget thing. They were going to have Orko. We get Gwildor. Yeah, we get Gwildor. Because Orko is like a levitating kind of flying thing. Yeah. That they're like, ah, we can't do that. So they just... And, they, yeah, they, and I think... They get Billy Bart and they do... We we get Gwildor. And, and Gwildor, again, gets lumped into the that comic, bag of comic like belief. Jar Jar Binks, Ewoks, you know, kind of like that thing that you stick in that's really annoying, but... Is kind of essential part. pivotal to the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess so. That's what Gwildor is. He is. He is actually pivotal uh, because it's. Him, I mean, his whole thing is, his whole part is the whole reason anything happens in this film. Yeah, because he's his inventing is pretty inventive. Pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty inventive. Yes, he comes up with some stuff on his own yeah. out of nowhere. Uh, but then we run into uh, Man at Arms. Yeah, Man at Arms and Tila. Tila, who's they, his daughter. They assist He Man in the rescue of Gwildor. Did we mention Tila, the actress? She wasn't really anybody important. Chelsea Fields. Chelsea Fields. Yeah, I don't think yeah, I know. She hasn't her done from, a whole lot of. Apparently. She's in Commando. She plays a flight attendant in Commando that she says, in, "We'll arrive in Valverde in exactly nine hours." There you go. She was With, in like a one season one of Air, Season one of Airwolf. She was Susan Winner Wolf. Yeah. Yes. I love her. And then I think she married Scott Bakula of Quantum Leap fame. This is a He Man. This is a He Man. My, oh, sorry. 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 Not Airwolf. Not Airwolf. Yeah. Um, so they show up and they're like, they show up with He Man. They're like, what have you been doing? And they're like, well, I uh, was trying to protect this guy. And yeah. I don't know. I don't even know. I can't remember. And then Gwilder's like, come to my, come to my house, bro. Yeah. You guys can chill with me a little bit. Yeah, because they're wondering, like, why is Skeletor trying so to interested take in you? you? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's, he's like, like, because of my invention, yeah. I'll show you. Yeah, he's like, come on with me. And they're yeah. like, well, we got nothing better to do. I mean, the war's over, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we lost. <laughs> we lost. So let's just go ahead and hide out in this dude's little uh, um, inventor palace. It is kind of weird, though. Everybody kind of finds each other, like right in this like little area, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, like all these essential characters. No battle cat. 
in a battle cat. Man. Yeah. I'm not really sure how you would fit battle cat yeah. into it. Like, I would mean, you take a tiger and paint it green? Well, not just that, but like, no tiger just, you got to like bring this animal. In, 19, in, in 1987, how are you doing that? You're not yeah. going to get a real tiger. You can't do a CGI tiger. A great big Bengal tiger. A great big Bengal tiger. And some brown M&Ms. I managed to take care of the tiger, <laughs> but the shopkeeper and his son as that that another story, story altogether. altogether. I had to beat them to death with their own shoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. And back, back to, to Eternia. Back to Eternia. <laughs> Meanwhile on Eternia. <laughs> Human. Um, yeah. So like then Wildar's like, bro, I, I made this cosmic key. Uh, yeah, they get to his place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's this, called the cosmic key. Yeah. He's very, and he talks like this the whole time. Yeah. He's like, I made this cosmic key. And then come to find out, I guess, evil Lynn used her powers to convince him to make the key. And yeah. Then, evil Lynn, she, she earns her name. Mm-hmm. She does. Lynn. Lynn. Yeah. Evil Lynn. Evil. Lynn. Lynn. Yeah. Yeah, she looks like a Lynn. Does she? You think so? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> don't know many. I, re- I read where they wanted her. They tried to design her character. Like, at first they wanted to get, because, like, Meg, what's her name again? Foster. Foster. Yeah. So she has, like, natural blue eyes, and they wanted to, like, give her, like, contacts, and they're like, no. And then they decided not to, because they thought it just Dude, it works. I know, because they decided it worked. But they also wanted to give her, like, long hair. And Mattel nixed it. They're like, no, 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 no. Just too much deviation from the from the action. Yeah, yeah. Because the 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 character already had short hair. Yeah, like no, it's too much yeah. too much deviation from the action I think she figure. Looks great. It's just funny because I just reading things how much like Mattel was like, nah, we're not doing that. Um, so they wanted to give her long hair and kind of give her a different look. And they're like, no, 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 you're deviating from the action figure. We need to stick to the action figures, you know, to that look. You know. Yeah, well, we can mention this later, but I'll go ahead and say it now since I've already brought it up. What if they had just marketed this movie as something like uh, like He-Man, like you've never seen him before? Yeah, that would been kind of cool, yeah. Yeah, or just been oh. up front that, that this is a... Sold. He-Man for a new Adults. age <laughs> or something like that, yeah. Anyway. The new adventures of He-Man, which was a... Which was a thing, <laughs> was you know? Thing. And if yeah. you look at the character yeah. of He-Man after this movie, they kind of like They did, they kind of make him look a little more like Dolph. Yeah, well, I don't know necessarily Dolph, but he definitely looked more with his armor. And looked, stuff. Yeah, 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 he looked definitely mm-hmm. closer to yeah, because like, Dolph didn't look in this film his similar to the '83 He Man, but he had more like shoulder pads. He still had the cross thing, and then it looked like he was still wearing like the jorts or whatever. But mm. uh, he had <laughs> some like, but he had like a lot of like leg like armor for yeah like I, I the sword and the gun i mean you gotta give it to him to to be in great shape because he was pretty much nearly naked the entire he was basically <laughs> naked and then he had a cool red cape yeah yeah the cape wasn't very functional in my opinion but most capes aren't uh well it did protect uh julie it gave her like a nice corp he like wrapped her up in it when he saved her yeah so that was that was that was huge he also gave her a really big hug that one time too that I was a lot that was even better Maybe, yeah, <laughs> that was definitely like a win. Anyway, so yeah, Evelyn uh, convinced him to make this uh, cosmic key that gave uh, that opens portals, right? Yeah, yeah, it can open a doorway to anywhere. Yeah, and so they open the doorway into Grayskull. That's how he was able to take Cap- uh, Castle Grayskull, right? And oh, that's how he was able to do this. Oh yeah. my god! 
And then Gildor's like, well, how do we stop him? And Gildor's like, well, I happen to have a prototype here. And man, if he gets this prototype, we're really SOL. You know? <laughs> and they're like, well, now we have this prototype. Let's go back. Let's, let's confront him. Very helpful that there's two. Yeah. <laughs> Incredibly helpful. Mm-hmm. That's really smart of Gildor to go ahead and <clears throat> make two. Yeah. <laughs> uh so then you're like we'll go and uh basically like confronts you know skeletor by using the prototype and they show up and then i guess skeletor was kind of like expecting it because he was like oh yeah yeah he yeah, was yeah, like yeah. i have a trap he was like i've been waiting so trap. yeah i was like i've been waiting so long for this moment <clears throat> you know yeah yeah say so, let her go yeah yeah i don't think so no <laughs> I don't know why that line is so good. Anyway, um, yeah, so they get into Grayskull. Um, Sorceress is like, no, no, it's a trap. Get out. Yeah. Uh, Sculptor shows up, and they're like, oh, we better bail. And so they get into a battle, and they're like, Gwildor, get us out of here. But this battle is pretty epic, because not only do they have laser guns, but they also have swords, like axes. It's kind of crazy. you know. I liked, I liked the sword and gun. Not yeah. just a, not just a gun, but swords. Yeah, yeah. not lightsabers, but swords. Swords, like real mm-hmm. swords. Yeah. yeah, real swords, and then laser guns that shoot and miss. <laughs> shoot and miss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now give me some stuff. Like, come on, you remember? You have to remember some stuff that Skeletor was saying. He was saying some cool things. What? Like, what does he say to He Man? Doesn't he say something pretty clever to He Man? Like, well, He Man says. This has always been between you and me, or something like that. And I don't know. I can't remember right offhand. Okay. Like everything Skeletor That's says. That's crazy because you were literally repeating it. Dude, I know. Well, it's easier like in the moment. All right. You know, you're putting me on the spot. I do remember he said, like, yeah, good things. I remember All saying, like, good things, things come, come to those who wait. Yeah. And I have waited so, so long, very long for this, for this moment. moment. Yeah. I remember him saying that. Yeah. I mean, Frank Langella, Skeletor is doing Shakespeare. He is. While everybody else is like doing uh, um, something else. I, I don't know. Uh, line, line, line. Everybody else is in Master Universe. <laughs> yeah. He's in King Lear. Yeah, and he is in King Lear. Yeah, <laughs> he totally is. He's he's doing his best uh, to, uh, yeah, Hamlet over there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's like, a lot of Which is, which to me is so great. I knew which him makes, well. Which makes Skeletor a much more formidable in- foe, yeah, and way more intriguing. Yeah, than he's a little, Man. he's a little grumpy, but he's not. It's not like, oh man, you're annoying. You're like, dude, he's kind of a, he's a little crazy, and he's a competent, formidable foe, and um, so they escape through a portal, right? Yeah, Gwildor start randomly, but they drop the Cosmo, the cosmic cosmic key, right? Well, yeah. So the doorway opens. He has a. Yeah, he has no idea. Like, they don't know where they're going. He man's like they're He Man, Tila, Men of Arms, and Gwildor? Gwildor are kinda yeah. outmatched. Like, well, yeah, they gotta get out of there. We got jumped, we gotta take it. We yeah. gotta we gotta we gotta skirt. So Man of Arms, Tila, they go through the portal. And then Gwildor's like, Oh no, and then the I think he gets shot out of his hand or That's something right, like yeah, that. Yeah. And Gwildor's like, Gwildor! Or He Man's like Gwildor! Gwildor! grabs Gwildor, mm-hmm. jumps through. It was kinda of funny how and then that, the yeah. And then he the like flips, he flips through, doesn't he? I think he just jumps, or and then he looks it, like he's flying. Oh, Tila flips through. Yeah, I think. Tila flips. Through. Tila flips through. He, he flies through. That's right. He yeah. like Superman's it through. <laughs> That's right with uh, Gwildor. Yeah, and so then 
as they're going to grab the cosmic like, key, the bad guys are going to get the bad. Yeah, yeah, the skeleton troops, troopers, troopers, and then what is here it? comes the the grappling hook. Oh, grappling hook! That'd have been so cool if it was three D, you know? Because yeah, yeah, that comes out. I don't know. I love that scene. I thought yeah. that was so. It's cool. actually good. Yeah, it's that's really a good. cool scene because you're like, oh no, the cosmic key's lost forever. But you're right, grappling hook, classic clip, and then Skeletor loses it. And I remember him saying, "It's like I must have all, or I have nothing." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I thought that was a pretty cool line. I must have it all, or I have nothing. Because he kind of gets, he kind of snaps the evil link. Just like, bro, you got one. He's got one. It's nothing. He's like, no. I gotta have it all. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because I know that this key is. He was like, queen. could potentially use it He's as. Like, I want it all. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, so anyway, the other door, the other side of the the doorway opens. Guess where? Guess where? Uh, of all places. Uh, uh, not eternity. Not eternity. California, Earth, Earth <laughs> of all places. Yeah, yeah. He just Gwildor random key pressing dial the number for earth <laughs> nondescript california town yes earth yeah but not that many people there's a very sparsely populated that was town. a <laughs> that was an observation that i made um yeah other than some of the people we saw at robbie's ribs and chicken which is where Julie was working at the time <laughs> and kind of near where they all landed yeah which is very close to the laurel park uh, graveyard cemetery, yeah, cemetery. cemetery yeah. yeah didn't see many more people didn't see much more people outside of uh maybe lubick and some other police officers that's right in charlie yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that pretty, was it very scarce much. very scarce town there there's uh population five we pretty much get an entire battalion of skeletor's troops eventually in this movie no one cares nobody's there no one no one cares and even when when lubick is like Tries to tell all the other cops, really, like, ha, you're crazy. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Nobody. We here. didn't see that. Nah. <laughs> no. Hey, man. All right. I'm living in a box. I'm living in a cardboard <laughs> box. Wait, what? Oh, we're back? Oh, sorry. Yeah. I was just jamming. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this town is very scarce um, was... on this town and earth um, that we, um, that the crew lands on. And when they land, um, can't find the cosmic key. Yeah, cosmic key has gone. They keep losing, even though it was attached to a grappling hook. Uh, they encounter a cow. I think small. They did. It's a small scene. Well, yeah. I think it's supposed to be kind of comical. They're like, of course, yeah. What is it? What is this? What is this there's, life being saying? There's a life force. Yeah, yeah. big. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And oh, what he man's like? Uh, Don't shoot. It might be intelligent life. It might be intelligent life. And then and they, they uh, like, yeah. They can't find the cosmic key, so they're like, let's yeah. split up. Good journey. Good journey. Good, oh, journey. good journey. Good journey. Good journey. Good journey. Doctor. Um, Doctor. Good journey. Doctor. Good journey. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of then we see a scene where it's uh we meet Julie played by Corley, Courtney Cox. She's like working at this Robbie's chicken and ribs and chicken. Ribs and chicken. Um and kinda she's kind of a little glimpse of a backstory. Yeah. She's moving away. She's moving away. She's gonna go see her boyfriend, Kevin. Kevin played yeah. by Robert. Duncan, Duncan Clark McNeil McNeil. Yeah. So <laughs> who's a musician, high school music. He's got a band. I guess he's a musician. Yeah. Just your normal garage band kid, high school kid. Right. And she's a little upset because I mean, she's kind of down because what happened? There's a backstory. You said backstory. 
Yeah, so we find out. I don't know if we find out necessarily. Well, I guess we. It's around the same time. Yeah, around the same time. We find out her parents were killed in a plane crash um, a a year prior. Right. Um, And, you know, she's 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 herself. Yeah, and she's leaving. I think she's moving to New Jersey or something. Something, yeah. Um, And, yeah, I don't know. A place with a little bit more population. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe she. More people. Yeah, we, we don't really find out like yeah. exactly what her plans are, where she's going, why she's going, yeah. outside of just getting away from the town. Anyway, she's going to be leaving. Uh, but he agrees. She's Kevin picks her up. They're like, "Hey, uh, I know this is our last date. I don't understand like why she's necessarily breaking up with him." And they seem pretty okay. Compatible. With it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay with the breakup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's not yeah. like a whole lot of like hard stuff going on. I mean, it's high school, man. Right? I don't know. I don't I know. Mean, I mean, I'd... he's not like Lane Meyer, you know. He's he's <laughs> he's want to give her up pretty quickly, you know. <laughs> I guess. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know. He's he, this he, isn't Beth. He do, he doesn't like it. This but... is Julie. He's got a Beth coming up. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so she agrees to go with him to listen to his uh, music set at the high school. High school. Yeah. 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 Uh, they stop off at the cemetery. And what do they find at the cemetery? A Japanese synthesizer. A Japanese sympathizer. Sympathizer. <laughs> 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 they, they find uh, that's even more interesting they find a japanese sympathizer yeah, I sympathize yeah it's got a, it's got a, a real heart in yeah. japanese yeah yeah <laughs> no they find the cosmic key that he thinks is this new co- it's like in a crater we didn't really i guess this is more explained later about the um the music aspect of the cosmic key Mm-hmm. Um, it does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like like everything. Like the universe is made up of music, mm. and so the cosmic key plays tones. Yeah, and if you press this red button, it it's, opens up. Like yeah, describe the describe this thing. It's like right, a so cylinder it's, it's with a like cylinder tuning with forks. On it. Yeah, and there's like little like fork things around it, and it when it turns on they see things spread out and spin around yeah and then there's a light that like these lights that kind of show up it looks like top. something that pinhead might have dropped when he was like, <laughs> <laughs> in hellraiser yeah, in hellraiser yeah he's like oh my synthesizer where was that i bought that in japan <laughs> for my next torture yes but yeah it's like the cylinder and it's got all these Kind of like keys on the side and a red robots band. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's just my take on it. It looked very spiky. And when you play, when you open it up, then like a a light, small light show become goes on, and then it's kind of soothing, kind of hip symphonic music, which I likened to uh, when uh, Beethoven's about to crank Uh, up, you know, like the keyboard and Bill and Ted. But I listened to that the other day. It's not the same music. It's just very similar. You know what? They're not very clear about at the beginning of that. It's like a new age beat to it or something. Yeah. But like when they, when the thing turns on and then there's this music that plays, they're not actually that clear that that music is coming from the key. It's not until later. I don't think. Am I right? I don't think they ever like say, this music that it's playing now is Bossa Nova is for Eternia. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, this yeah. is Eternia's song. Oh, yeah. I never got that deep into it, I guess. But yeah, you, you make a point. Yeah, yeah you need to watch certain, it more. Yeah, I need to watch it a hundred thousand times. Yes, <laughs> uh, you're right. They never really did get into that. Um, yeah, but yeah, but then they they kind of talk about it later when they're later trying when they're to, trying to repair. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, anyway, yeah. And then at some point, so they go off to the, they, he recovers at the cemetery cemetery. He's like, Oh, his new, his new synthesizer. They go off to the high school yeah. while the crew is just munching down on like my boy Gwildor is like crushing some, uh, some chicken because he uses his little grappling hook to grab a bucket. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he's just munching on it. Like he's going yeah. crazy. Do we see he man eat anything? No, he doesn't eat a thing. No. He's, yeah, his, maybe blood, he's, his blood sugar is low. He must be fasting. I don't know. Maybe he is fast. Maybe yeah. he's doing intermittent fasting. Maybe he's doing a little, yeah. Yeah. Little uh, 36, or maybe, maybe he stays. Fast. Maybe like the power of Grayskull is sort of like, like PEDs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Little, little. Like when he wants a pump. He he does like it's like got some creatine or going yeah, yeah I have the power and oh yeah and then it just gives him like yeah the, and it just like shreds him up yeah 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 I guess that makes sense yeah um, one thing we should mention though um, each time that the button on the cosmic key is pressed evil one's got a tracker they can track it because it like alerts the other key that Skeletor. These has. are like twin keys. Okay. They talk yeah, to each other. They, they mm-hmm. are, like they are connected. They're very cosmic walkie talkies. And I'm not really sure why they're connected though, but uh, it doesn't matter. Well, this is all made like, up. Wildor's like, Hey bro. And, and that's, that's what I love about this. Film. That's, <laughs> you mentioned this about the film that you loved about it is like these sci-fi action films. You can just make up whatever you want. Well, that is, I do like that. You yeah. can just make up, you can make up, characters you can make up costumes you can make things look as crazy as there was yeah because there was a lot of technology that evil lynn herself was using yeah that i was like i don't but then she had some powers of her own like why do you even have this technology when you have these powers but you know she just i think the character she was like double dipping i think the character had powers like the ones that you're talking about in the cartoon maybe yeah i think that's where that came from yeah she was double dipping and uh she was kind of like zartan from gi joe where he she could he can make him yeah yeah i do recall zartan yeah she could uh or the mystique from x-men yeah she could less less shapeshifter I don't know how she, she did it. She basically shapeshifted in this film. Yeah, but maybe she, she did. Maybe she kind of, maybe it was more like Professor X when it was like in the mind. The mind. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Or Jean Grey. Uh, no, Jean Grey more, more telekinetic. Yeah, more Professor X where he's just tricking you. He's up yeah. in your mind tricking you that you think you're thinking. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll go with that. Sort of like the mainstream media does now. Yes. <laughs> I'll go with that. <laughs> mind tricks <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah anyway so, so yeah. yeah you're making a good point so like skeletor's like bro they're on earth yeah well, he's so like that, 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 that's how like they they eventually catch up to them because evil there's Lynn, a big battle that comes up yeah evil lens like well you want me to send like your battalion he's like no 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 bro yes i got my mercenaries yeah send my mercenaries my mercenaries so describe we gotta describe these mercenaries all right, right so we've got we've got blade blade who is a swordsman? Yeah, a swordsman. Sword, sword, <laughs> swing. That guy is actually like a legit, like weapons expert. In real yeah, life. apparently he was in the movie Roadhouse. Didn't you? Yeah, he was in Roadhouse, and he was like the body double for. Uh, didn't you say he was a body double for somebody else? Uh, he he actually did Skeletor's. Okay, yeah, it was Skeletor's body yeah. double. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he just uh, looks like he's right out of a comic book. You know, I don't think he was a uh, in the cartoon. I don't think any of these characters have won. Yeah, he's cartoon. got the double sword. He's yeah. uh, just real sleek. Got the metallic. 
look to him. Yeah. He looked kind of, he's just a cool dude. He's got yeah. an eye patch. Eye patch. Yeah. 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 Bald guy. Wasn't, he wasn't careful with the swords. No, before. not at all. Then uh, we had Sarad. Sarad was kind of like, like a, a lizard, lizard guy. Dude. Yeah. I thought he looked kind of like a skinnier, like predator. You know what he always kind of reminded me of too? Remember the show V? Yeah, yeah, dude. You know, and how yeah. they were like lizards underneath. And right. I always thought it kind of reminded me of that. Yeah, he was definitely one of the lizard people. So. And uh, the Beast Man. And the Beast, Beast Man, Man is from the cartoon. Beast Man is from the cartoon. And I read where he was supposed to have more lines, but they're like, nah, they cut it out. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> Now he's just a werewolf. I think, uh, yeah, Godard, Godard wanted him to have more lines and have some more uh, stuff to say that was supposed to be revealing in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were going to talk about how uh, he man is originally like half earthling and oh yeah, that's right i did read this. there's gonna be like a backstory and it was all gonna be told by beast man yeah um but they're like no nah, we'll just make him a grunt and uh he basically <laughs> he basically is a grunt and that's, i that's i don't not. think you agree with me but i thought he looked kind of like just like he kind of looked just like uh teen wolf but just bulkier and hairier okay i didn't see any of that i saw it he looked like i mean i can go with the werewolf part yeah he, yeah just, he looked exactly like teen wolf man i mean just without yeah, the uh, basketball didn't... costume and i mean he was uh it's maybe more like teen wolf too uh okay but you know he, the boxer okay but like he was a just, wolf boxer but he was beefy <laughs> <laughs> what a great film <laughs> such a great film um but yeah he was just beefier and he was definitely like a beefier, taller, bigger Scott Howard. It's like if Scott Howard took PEDs or got, you know, some okay. skull, great skull power. And then, uh, what is Karg. Karg. Karg is the... Describe said, Karg to me. Karg is sort of like uh, the Sp- Mo of this group. <laughs> yeah, he's a leader. <laughs> he's the leader. The incompetent leader. But he's the smallest one. Yeah. And he just likes to yell at the rest of them yeah. and call them dumb. He's got like a hook hand. He's got a hook hand. Yeah. And a, like a little, he carries this little tiny sigh thing. Yeah. yeah. And he's so, like a dog face. And he's got white hair. You, he, see, you said he looked like CC DeVille. CC DeVille from Poison. <laughs> yeah. He just had CC DeVille's hair, but he had like this little dog pug little face, you know? And he was like, yeah, he was not at all like menacing. You Even when you saw him, you're kind of like laughing. No. At yeah. He's you're not, like, he's this dude's scary. a joker. But but these are the mercenaries. But these that, are the mercenaries. Escalator calls them hmm, a peculiar quartet. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, a curious quartet. That's right. Oh my god, I forgot all about that. Yeah. That, then there's a uh, Skeletor just dropping his lines. You know, Skeletor is like, all right, Evelyn, I'm trusting that you've put together a crack squad here. A crack team of uh, mercenaries are going to recover this cosmic key. That's right. And then we go back to the uh, high school dance where there's only two people. Actually, <laughs> it's there's not three. a dance. It's three people. I mean, it's not an actual dance. But even at his, like, it's supposed to be like she's watching him rehearse, you know? Is he rehearsing by himself? Never really, I've never really thought about it because he's supposed to be in a band. He's in a one-man band. Uh, yeah, you're right. But then he has to leave because he's going to go take this cosmic key or this Japanese synthesizer to Charlie, who runs the music store, talk about it. And uh, unfortunately, leaves Julie there all by her lonesome. I know, just leaves her there with, I guess, at the, the band set up. Yeah. I guess it was around the world fantasy. Carl shows know. up. Carl's no good. Carl is like the janitor. Or the, I don't know. He like walks out of like a janitor closet for yeah. whatever reason. But, know they, where, but they know his name. They know yeah. him. And he's on a first name basis with yeah. uh, Kevin. 
because when Kevin sees but, him later, he's like, "Hey, Carl. isn't Carl the name of the janitor on Breakfast Club too?" Maybe I, I don't know. I haven't seen Breakfast Club in a while. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. So the mercenaries show up. They beat they Carl. Level Carl. <laughs> Carl's got no Carl chance. Just leveled by Beast Man. I couldn't put a poor guy. <laughs> yeah, thrown through the door. He's oh all God. bloodied. Oh, just torn up. Uh, then they go after Julie. Julie. Julie's freaking out. Yeah, she's screaming. Uh, she catches on fire. Yeah, she, yeah, because they shoot lasers at yeah. her, and that catches everything on fire. On fire. Yeah, uh, she's like trying to get away, Freaking crawling under the stage. Laser beams. Uh, poor Beast Man, though, gets a face full of ammonia. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It like just melts his face. I know. And then Carr yells at him. And he's like, "Oh my face!" <laughs> he's like, "No, you, you idiot! You, you idiot! No, you idiot! Don't go! Come on, go!" You, 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 yeah, okay. and he sounds like Scooby, but okay. He's like, yeah, it was cool. I have ammonia in my face, Fred. So, um, yeah. Well, so <laughs> <laughs> she gets away. But she, she screams for help. Oh, but who's close by? Do, 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 do. Walking in the streets in a, in a dark street neighborhood in a half, like just wearing a loincloth and a cape. That's why, that's what when I saw this scene, he's just like walking around. No shirt, just a loincloth and a cape in like a just a neighborhood street, a dark street. No one's out. No one cares. No. Uh, no, one's gonna, like, no one's gonna deal with double taking. He's just like, and she's like, help, help. He's like, I'm on, I'm on my way. You yeah. know, and um, yeah, he rolls up on her. And that, and she just seems to be like, at first she kind of freaks out. He's like, no, I'm here to help. And my thought was like, what is going through her mind? When she's getting chased by these three, four weirdos, and then she sees this six foot seven muscular man and like a loincloth come up to her and like, I'm here to help. You know, I just thought to her. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. right. You're safe. Do you understand? You're safe. You're safe. You're safe. Do you understand? Yeah. She's just like, okay, (laughs) sure, whatever. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, he uh, easily dispatches the uh, mercenaries. You know, it's actually a good, pretty good fight because it's mm-hmm. just He-Man with, against everybody else. Yeah, and he takes uh, them all out, bro. I like the I like the one-on-one with Blade. He and Blade, and yeah, they, they, go they at have it. a good sword fight. Mm-hmm. That's pretty they cool. Do. Yeah, uh, he throws one of the swords at Karg, and Sarad he grabs him and throws him into some skeleton troopers, and that's yeah, it's I think overall it's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, he, then and then Tila and, and Arm show, show up. Yeah, yeah, again after. bailing him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just uh, like it happened before when he rescued Voldor. Yeah, but he'd already dispatched these guys. You know, I don't know. Well, I, think, I mean, he kind of did, but yeah, yeah but it they definitely helped finish him off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. And then he's just like, um, I think we cut to like uh, he's like introduces Julie. He's like, "Hey, Julie, my new friend. This is Man in Arms, like my buddy." <laughs> His yeah. daughter Tila, and uh, we're all cool. Yeah, we're yeah. totally cool. Just, just ignore what we're wearing. Even it looks all weird. Um, yeah, because uh, their outfits are quite the random fits. Mm-hmm. At least they have clothes on. Men at arms and Tila. That's true. That's they're, true. They're covered up. Um, you know, we do cut. We do cut to. Uh, to Kevin at Charlie's showing him the synth- the uh Yeah, key. that's right. He's showing him the Japanese yeah. synthesizer. Yeah. And that's where we find out that what's going on at the school. 
That's right. When he runs back and he sees Carl getting out on the stretcher. Yeah. And he's like, Carl, what happened? He's like, you don't want to know, man. Yeah. <laughs> they put him in the ambulance. Yeah. I thought that was funny. You don't ever want to know. Uh, that's right. He's like, yeah. you don't want to know. Yeah. And now we actually meet Lubick. Lubick? Lubick? Lubick. Lubick? Lubick? Lubick is the uh, Lubick. James Tolkien uh, character, right? Yeah, detective. He's, yeah, Detective Lubick. The, the, the good old 1980s hard-nosed He's a detective. bulldog. He's a yeah. bulldog. He doesn't yeah. take any... I mean, he's got no hair. Yeah, he doesn't take any... Yeah. Uh... He doesn't He doesn't take any flack from slackers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like a, he, was, he was just like one step away from calling Kevin a slacker. Yep. He's, uh, he was, this, he was going to tell him, he's like, he's the same character he's in gonna, the future, like, Top Gun. Yeah. He's going to say like, Kevin, I heard your band is perform his, uh, auditioning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pinheads. No. Yeah. <laughs> Around the world fantasy. So yeah. They'll never amount to anything in the, in the history. No McFly ever. I mean, no Kevin ever. Never amounted to anything, anything in the history of this nondescript <laughs> California town. This town that I don't know the name of. With a population of 12. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I guess the... Um, and then somewhere in the scene, like the mercenaries come limping back to Skeletor, and he's not happy. No. No, no, and no, no, no. And Skeletor is not... Kind of takes it out on Evil Inland. Yeah, yeah. He's a little upset. And uh, they're groveling and asking for, you know, for, yeah. And Nia says like a Skeletor, he's like, I'm not in a giving vein this day. Yeah. And he basically uh, electrocutes Surratt to death and he disappears. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. The lizard guy's gone. Disintegrates him somehow. Yeah. (laughs) So he recruits, he recruits um, Evil Lynn this time is like, look. In his place. Yeah, because Evil Lynn decides, or he says that she's got to You go. need to go down there and make it happen. Yeah. No more of this nonsense. Yeah. So. Yeah, because she's like, I wasn't volunteering. And he says, then you should not have spoken. Or something like that. Yeah. In the meantime, Kevin's losing his mind because he can't find Julie. So yeah. then Tolkien like says, like, hey, who are you? What is this Japanese synthesizer? He's like, well, come with me. He's like, well, let's go to her house. They just oddly like roll up to the house to check up on uh julie she's not there but then julie calls from a phone booth or yeah. something like that and then they do, they, they do this cryptic message because she did like when kevin picks up and talks to julie he doesn't want to let tolkien's character or lubbock know that it's actually julie i'm not really sure why he's like so it's just teenagers they don't want to tell adults yeah, anything. i guess so I guess so. And in the meantime, like Quildor like rolls up in a pink Cadillac, <laughs> pink Cadillac. that he's like boosted and like <laughs> modified, somehow? modified it. It just makes, I mean, I don't even know what more it does. It just makes a cool sound. I guess <laughs> yeah. It goes, yeah. And it goes faster. I, I, I guess it goes faster. You can't even tell that. Yeah. But that's what, uh, the He-Man's crew is like, just, mm-hmm. ju- that's the sled they're using that's throughout right. this town, man. That's right. They're just using that thing as a, as the cool, that's, yeah. that's their ride. Um, so we got evil in, he gets, she, they get to earth with her, her group. Uh, they go to the spot where the battle was because they're yeah. saying like, Oh, we got, we were outmatched by the, and the then, forces. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then she does this really kind of cool, Uses like some technology. Yeah. yeah. Where she can like see these past events. Yeah. She, it, it gives it her, gives her, yeah, you're right. She gives, it gives her like the image of like what had happened. And yeah. she sees that he man basically like dispatched all of them. And yeah. she's like, really? Yeah. What? You guys are just lying yeah. to me. Yeah. Outmatched. Mm-hmm. Outclassed is more like it. Anyway. And then uh, now, uh, you know, at the house, like, uh, this is what I thought was kind of, I thought it was a little bit 
incongruent or just continuities. Like, so your boy, uh, Kevin has the cosmic key at this house, right? Yeah. And, but then Tolkien's like, or Lubbock's like, I'm taking it with me and you can have it. But if he's like, he's like, I literally just found it in a cemetery. Um, I was just trying to figure out what it is. It's like, well, if your story checks out, you can have it back. Well, he remember he shows him how it works. Yeah. And you know, all the, the buttons and then the big button where the lights and the music and stuff like that. And Tolkien's like, Whoa, this is, this isn't what you, this can't be like what you think it is or whatever. Yeah. There's gotta be something it's bigger. Synth- it's no synthesizer. Of course, there's also like an interesting thing here too, where they're trying to track the key. That's what I was getting and, to. Yeah, yeah. And so they're like using the microwave and the microwave is blocking. He's like, I've never seen it before. Yeah. yeah this is one of the, uh, Skella troopers yeah. talking to, uh, it's difficult because yeah. she says to break the break the interference. Yeah, to break the interference because they're trying to track the key. Yeah, and uh, he's like something's jamming it. Yeah, and it, See? It, he just happens to be using the microwave. Microwaves, they're not healthy. <clears throat> yeah, they just jam. They jam tracking. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that blow they blow up the microwave, and then the Lubick is like, "I'm taking this," and then like you said, like you know, I'll check it out, and if it checks out, you can have it back. And so he decides he's going to go to Charlie's because Charlie already knew about it mm-hmm. to verify Kevin's story. Mm-hmm. My thing is, is if they're tracking it, wouldn't they have found Lubbock and not come to the house? That's my only question, because if they're tracking it, they would have saw it left the house and went with Lubbock. Well, no, and uh, then no, they, no, and no, they... no, 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 because they can only track it when it's being used. Oh, that's right. That's right. And, and they so turned it on. They turned it on there. Makes and they, sense. they, okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So then when they turn it on and they turn it back off, they yeah. just, that was the last part. Yeah. So they roll up on uh, the house mm-hmm. and uh, Beastman levels Charlie. Yeah. Kevin. Kevin, excuse me. And uh, put on a funny. Oh, some, here's some more crazy technology where you just make it up. Just yeah. do what you want to yeah. do. Yeah. They get uh, evil Ling gives him Got like it. a collar. And his voice becomes kind of like computerized, mm-hmm. which that was kind of cool. He's got to, different. and he has to tell the and truth. It's like, and yeah, he's got to tell the truth. It's mm-hmm. like, where was it's it? It's like Wonder Woman's lasso. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I found it. The guy took it. I no longer have it. He was like in a trance, basically, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of cool. I mean, it's different, you know? Yeah. But just more one of those sci fi action figure action stuff where we're just throwing it out there and we'll let it stick because we're kind of working. In any boundary we want, right? <laughs> kind of right. like Infinity War. Oh, we can just go back in time 800 times. Right. Yeah. So I think uh, we might be... Let me just jump right to... The this. transporter and how weird it was flying around. No one seemed to care. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But again, this is huge there's nobody platform. there to notice yeah, it. It's a huge there's pla- nobody there to it see it. It looks like this huge pontoon boat or fly boat, you know, yeah. just floating in the air with 900 people on top of it. Yeah. Who didn't look like they're from Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he man and crew, they show up at the house. <laughs> yeah. As the, this like flying transporter thing is leaving. They didn't see. They clearly ha- no, should have seen yeah, it, but just like much. everybody else in this town, you don't see anything. No one sees anything unless it's five um, feet in front of them. Anyway. So they find out they got to go to Charlie's. Let's get to Charlie's. Cause at Charlie's music store, that's when the action, happens. the action really happens. And this is now this is the part where this the the, the, the movie starts to culminate culminate into some action sequences. Yeah. So He-Man and crew, they roll up into Charlie's. Lubick is like, 
hey, I have a feeling I've been looking for you all night. And then Skeletor, the Skeletor Troopers and Evil N show up. And so they're like, oh, well, let's set a trap for them. Let's surprise them or something like that. Anyway, so they are hiding out. They're waiting for the the Skeletor Troopers to come through the door. They don't come through the door. They just bust right through the windows. Um, and we get a big uh, pew, 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 laser battle scene. Really cool laser battle scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're just going at it. So what is it like? Uh, so you said that uh, Lubbock, Charlie, Julie, yeah. Kevin are in the back. They like, all go to the back door, Just protecting the cosmic key. Yeah, and then Gwildor's like trying to like punch in the number or the key to get him back to Eternia. Right. I think I think he's working on the key the whole time. Yeah. And uh, I did like the scene like, yeah, because um, you're right, because he's like the mountain comes to Muhammad. That's what uh, Lovick says. <laughs> or he I... says the mountain comes to Muhammad. Muhammad, yeah, <laughs> Muhammad. So, Muhammad, Muhammad. Yeah, he's like the mountain comes to Muhammad. Yeah, and um, the moon's starting to rise over on Eternia. Um, they're fighting. Then they say some kind of funny stuff, like Men at Arms is like, "I don't think they like us," and uh, or no, that's what he means. Like, "I don't think they like us," and then uh, Men at Arms is like. No, they're just lonely. They missed us. <laughs> and they're just like throwing bombs and shooting yeah. and taking yeah. out everything. Poor Charlie's music store is getting. Some of these scenes are kind of funny because the faces that um, Dolph Lundgren makes when he's just shooting. Because you know they're they're not shooting or anything. They're just pointing their gun and like shooting. It's just yeah. funny the faces that he makes when they cut to him. He's like. He's just kind of puckering his lips and doing these like really weird. You made this comment about the Punisher too. Yeah, I know. He just makes these funny. As I, I, I knew, I knew it seemed familiar. He just makes these funny looks when he's like shooting, <laughs> and I'm just like, he really gets into it. Like in that scene, like he's like, I could hurt. I guess he's a method actor, you know. Oh, he's, yeah, gotta, he's, <laughs> he's really got to portray his shooting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, he lived for months in just that loincloth and <laughs> came <laughs> walking the streets, walking the streets of nondescript California town. Yeah, yeah, that no one lives in. So um, I guess he was comfortable with it because apparently there's not enough people around that even care. So yeah, I would imagine it probably got cold. Yeah, it but. did. And then here's where we see where Evil Lynn uses her. Um, powers if you will oh yeah 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 right because they yeah they find they find a picture of her of uh, julie's parents in the house at the house when they ran we didn't mention that but yeah well they ran at the house while they're looking for the key yeah and so she she pretends to be julie's dead mother Mm -hmm. what yeah yeah a little trickery there and she says like all this can end if you can just keep me that cosmic key bro yeah yeah, somehow like tells her that they were on some, her parents weren't dead, but they were on some secret mission. I don't know. Did secret. she find out her parents were like secret agents at that point? But she I assumed. think she was just in, just <laughs> drunk and like just so much. Yeah, like, oh my I god, my mom is in front of me. I can't yeah. believe it. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, with uh, poor judgment, she goes and grabs the uh, cosmic key, runs yeah. outside. The yeah, there's like a fight going on between everybody else. Yeah, yeah, and the door. Yeah, because I think Lubbock is like fighting for the gun. Because well, they're like, all fighting for the. Yeah, like, he's like we Kevin can't. And Kevin, Charlie, Lubbock, yeah. they're all fighting because he's like we can't. Um, we can't sit back here and like sitting ducks. Yeah, and uh, so she grabs the cosmic key and hugs her mom. 
And then she's like, she's like, thank you, darling. Yeah. And turns an evil in and she's like, no. Hey, resistance fighters. Has fighting Skeletor's troops left you drained with constant hunger? Well, good news. Robbie's Ribs and Chicken has opened a brand new location in Eternia. That's right. It's right in the heart of Castle Grayskull Food Court. So take a break from that laser battle and grapple hook yourself a delicious bucket of Robbie's Ribs and Chicken. And remember, we're not going to save Eternia if we all die of starvation. Hey, man. Yeah, Evelyn, she now has the cosmic key. So she calls up old Skeletor. Hey, says, Skelly. Yeah. Skelly, I got the key. She's like, check it out, bro. I get what you need. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, let's uh, saddle up, call the posse. Let's roll on out. Yeah. She she dials a number. She dialed the number? Yeah, she has to. She's the one that opens the doorway. Yeah, she dials the number. Yeah. And... um. Then his battalion just comes waltzing in, and you made a pretty pretty funny point. You're, you're like, couldn't it be? Couldn't they just like walk through while they're walking? Like, couldn't he man and the crew just like walk in while they're all walking out? Like, probably could. Just you know? abandon Earth, yeah. To Skeletor, so, like we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you. Good luck, everybody. Yeah, I thought, I thought that would be kind of funny. He was like, yeah. <laughs> like I've had enough of this. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> but uh yeah, so he's rolling in and he has his very own flying platform. Yeah, he does. With like two little dudes to the side of it. I mean, this is a massive platform too, man. It's ginormous. It's very opulent, very <clears throat> you know though Regal. I, he is the king. One thing King Skeletor though is that there's this giant formation that's already ready to come through the door. But how did they know to be ready to come through the door? See what I'm saying? Well, it opens up and they're like, all right, let's all walk through. No, I get that. But they already had to be ready on the other side. They couldn't like radio or call back to Skeletor, right? Well, or maybe. So you're telling me they're just all standing in formation for like a very long time? <laughs> I don't know. They're all just like chilling. Like in Castle Grayskull, we're getting ready to be. Maybe they did. Maybe they did call back or whatever. Yeah, you know what? Maybe he is. Like, maybe he's like a school teacher. Like, all right, everybody, single file line. And like getting them all organized. <laughs> he walked over to. Yeah. He like, walked over to the light switch and started flicking the light yeah, switch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, school, right, everybody, 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 everybody ready? Everybody line up. Everybody line up. We're right, about to, we're now, about to go grab through your this battle, buddy. Yep. Grab your buddy. Yeah, yeah. Stay with your buddy. Stay with your buddy. <laughs> yeah. We're like, uh, and now everybody walk in front of the platform. You know, in this this formation, and then you know, there's like a skeleton trooper. Centurions, are you game. ready? Are you ready? Get on your little platforms. So, which uh, we are now introduced to the air centurions, which is kind of a kind of a cool thing. Okay, dude, this was kind of cool. You know that what they had, what also had these like air centurion things, <laughs> Highlander two. Oh, okay. Highlander 2. It's been a while since I've seen Highlander 2, and I do recall it being one of the worst movies I ever watched. Um, but what I'm saying is that I think Highlander 2 took that from this movie. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Okay. I think so. All right. Yeah. And then Dunk or Connor, Connor like fights them like He-Man does. Well, the only thing I can tell you about Highland, High, oh, not about Highlander 2, but I do Highlander is Princes of the Universe, very similar to Masters of the Universe. Yeah. But uh, it's also a cool song by Queen. Um, 
but these air so to describe it for the audience, these air centurions are these dudes who are like on these flying discs. It's basically like I don't know, like a disc that's as big as a I don't know, like a barbell plate, like a forty five barbell plate. I don't know what else. Oh, that. Maybe a trash can lid. Uh okay. You're just talking about the diameter. Yeah, the yeah. diameter. Yeah, it's just like something to stand on. It's like a circle you stand on, a very flat disc that you stand on, and it's you just fly through the air like you're on a Yeah. Like an and it looks like it goes any way it wants to. There's no there's no law of dynamics or gravity or whatsoever. You just jump on it and go wherever you want. Kind of like a uh, air what do you call those things? What? I don't know. What are the uh what's the thing that you just stand on now? It's like a little go kart. It's like a two wheeler. Oh, like a segway. Segway. Uh, yeah. oh, so it's like an air segway. Okay. You know? So you just get on it and do whatever you want by leaning, whatever. And these yeah. guys are chasing down. They're chasing I mean, they, don't, they don't go into any detail about <laughs> how you fly these things, but Yeah, but those guys are like seeking out He Man, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, and He-Man commandeers one, though. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Dude. It is pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, the CGI hasn't doesn't hold up. I mean, the special effects don't hold yeah, up. Yeah, you but... see a little figure flying. Yeah. <laughs> but... But, he's like... but it's cool, though. It's it was like cool. a chase, too. Yeah. Two of those guys chasing each yeah. other. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, um, and he does like a cool, like you, we called it like a Top Gun maneuver. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He goes upside down to freak, to psych out the other guy and then ends up being a, in front of him. Yeah. And then takes him out, you know? Yeah. With, and, with the sword. Yeah. And he just like explodes. It's like, it turns into like just dust. It's like crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't a body be there or something? Maybe they're robots. No, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they're, they're robots. like stormtrooper, stormtrooper robots. Or, or maybe when he hit the board. They're clones. They're clones. Yeah. Could be clones. Yeah. So I mean, maybe I don't when know. he hit the board. But yeah, he does. He like, you know, he swings the sword and takes him out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he takes out that dude, and then he's going after the other one of the other centurions. But that centurion is leading him into a Skeletor trap. Dude, there's a ton of Skeletor traps. In this yeah, one. yeah. People are easily fooled by Skeletor. Yeah, Skeletor's got a little mastermind going on. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. yeah. doesn't he like roll up on them while they're on top of the oh, that building? Yeah, on top of the building. Like we're gonna get out of this, and he just like sneaks up. He just like floats up. It's like. I think not. <laughs> this is right. What's up, y'all? It's me, Skeletor. And they're like, ah! It's just kind of a funny scene. He just like floats up like to the corner of the building. <laughs> yeah, like That was a good He's place. like, what up, y'all? <laughs> yeah. uh, that ain't the way he was. He's like, no. he's like, he's like it's me. <laughs> I'm Skeletor. I'm Skeletor. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> that is not the prank. That is not the prank. No, 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 Skeletor. no. So he's like, I yes. think not. I think not, Grildor. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let them rot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. No, I'm just kidding. Um. Yeah. So he traps him. I think he trips or something. Oh, oh, he man. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 comes up. He comes up on the building. He's like, whoa! He's everybody's like, here. He's like, whoa! <laughs> Last of the party. Yeah. Awkward. <laughs> And uh, I think yeah, uh, yeah, he they he gets into a fight. They try they they kind of like do like the rugby pile on him on him, and he's like, Rah! yeah, and, yeah. They try to do the dog pile, yeah. yeah. And, and he like he's knocks them all out. He's using a sword, taking get, a lot of people. He out. gets like a good shot, like right at the camera of swinging the sword, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he's doing like the weird like puckered thing, like he's. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 yep. 
He practiced a long yeah. time to There's do these of, faces. A lot of noises, a lot too. of these faces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, doesn't Julie like jump in the middle of it? Something she gets injured. She does something, and Skeletor uses purple lightning. Now does like a lightning thing. Uses like the dark force yeah. on her. He has a. You will be. <laughs> yeah, and like then it gets all pus filled and yeah, it's, it's gross. Kind of, looks nasty. It looks yeah. awful, awful. Uh, but now he's like, hey, here's the thing. He's basically got He-Man cornered up here on top of this nondescript roof. I think I saw a Ninja Turtle up there. <laughs> um, wait, that's was that Raph? This is California, yeah. So maybe not. Um, he was looking for the California kitchen uh, pizza. Um, so he, yeah, he man is basically cornered, and so he's kind of out of a crossroads. So Skeletor's like giving him an ultimatum. He's like, Look, you can either uh come with me as my slave, or you can all die right now, you yeah. know. And, and so he gives himself up. He's like, Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, he's like, uh, you have my word that uh, I'll let them live if you just become my slave. And he's like, Uh, I surrender, you know. Yeah. And then they're like, what do you, do you want us to kill these guys? And he's like, no, let them rot. You know, I mean, did he did technically let them live. Yeah, he did. So. He said, let them rot. Capture team man. And they go back in the portal. Like, All right, portal up. Yeah. So evil line is like, boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Doo. She's gotten good at like, it's like it takes Gwildor forever to, to start his own to, invention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. He, he was like, like pulling out like the entire. He's like unraveling the instructions. Like I wrote something down. I can't remember this. Yeah, evil Ann, she's she's master of this thing. In the ensuing like battle, I guess the other cosmic key was destroyed or damaged or broken. Uh, it was zapped by Skeletor's like lightning. Yeah, that's right. He's zapped because he was just like shooting lightning bolts left and right, like he was <clears throat> yeah. like he was. And it scrambled, scrambled everything. Yeah, it scrambled the uh, circuitry and the motherboard and yeah, circuits of time are all messed up. Now. Yeah, yeah, they need some. Bubblegum. Um circuits of time. <laughs> Father time. Anyway, so now now <laughs> our crew on Earth, they've got to figure Stranded. out what to do. What do we do? Yeah. What do we do? There's nothing we can do. They got some like little tender moments here of like I need a song. I need a master song maker. Yeah. Yeah. He's like this is what Gordo was saying yeah, to like Gordor's Kevin like, uh, and Lubbock. Uh, without a master song maker, we're I, just stuck here. Yeah, because it's because like, tones, it, and then Kevin's like the tones. When you mean the tones, you mean the keys. You mean <laughs> the music that the thing plays whenever you press the button. Yeah, and so he's like, uh, wait, wait, uh, and then and then what I thought was like over like score music in the scene. It's really just a. It's like it's just a speaker in the corner of the building. So Tila like, blows it away. He's like, he's like, wait, 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 wait. I was like, dude, whatever. For some reason, I can't whistle at the moment, but. I don't remember the tone. You apparently know it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, come on, da, Kevin, give da, it to me, Master da, Song Maker. And Quilter's like, you know the tune. Yeah, the tones. He's like, you know what? And then he says some random stuff. He's like, well, if I can have a Tesseract <laughs> and an Octifier. Yeah, she's like, Tila's like, I have a Tesseract. And yeah, then, and, and then um, Duncan's like, 
I have a doctor. I'm a doctor. And a keyboard is like, like, I have a keyboard from Charlie. I just, Charlie had 900 of them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, now. we could oh, yeah. find one that wasn't and blown if, up. And I don't think we mentioned it. Like in that ensuing battle, like that poor music store was destroyed. It's, it's gone. It's obliterated. It's gone. Like, I'm, I'm surprised he even Charlie, found the keyboard. Charlie was like, <laughs> what on earth? You know? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, but uh, so uh, also we forgot to mention Lubbock is Lubbock is still like pursuing them, and he gets a shotgun from Charlie. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. he he's gonna have like a shootout with like the Skeletor troopers, and they blow up a car that he's hiding behind. That's or, right. Yeah, yeah. And then and at one point too, he's trying to convince other cops too. Yeah, that yeah. He's is, trying to tell the other cops and like this, oh, all, this and is all happened, and they're all just laughing. Like, Nobody has reported anything like like this. Dude, this town has nobody in here. There's no crime whatsoever. These are real buildings. I don't even know why he lives here. I don't know why we're cops. There's nothing. There's nobody to cop to police in this town. Besides Julie and Kevin, they're the only two people in this town. Yeah, and I think they blew. They they set the high school. Julie, Kevin, Julie, Kevin, Charlie, and Carl. That's the whole town. (laughs) Okay. So I don't know what else you and want from those us. people working at the Robbie's Rip Robbie's Rip Kitchen. That's it. That's the town. It's a total of maybe twenty people. There's a Burger King somewhere because they're they did they eat some, Burger, some King. Burger King. Yeah, <laughs> they went to the other town to get that burger to get that Burger King. Oh, so it's not here. Population thirty in that town. Uh, so they were laughing in his face because there's no one to police. Well, so anyway, so while they're trying to to figure out this funky looking. Uh, whatever to to with get the, back to Eternia with the octifier and tesseract we yeah. just happen to have uh, on our person uh he-man back he at grade school <laughs> he is uh now the prisoner of skeletor proud warrior yeah and this is awesome too because like what now we he also says like tummy is goodness as lonely as lonely as Evil. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, is it? Is it? He's like, um, his goodness is lonely as evil's loneliness. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. That like was that. kind of like, yeah, I thought that was kind of a cool, yeah. cool line. Um, but he also says some stuff like, uh, he's like, uh, do you hear the alpha and the omega, death and the rebirth? As you die, I will be reborn. Well, that's not until he he becomes. But yeah, that was gold samurai. <laughs> I, thought was cool, I thought it was a cool word, a cool thing. <laughs> Oh, and he's trying to get him to kneel. Yeah, know. and he well, see, before that though, he's being whipped. Oh, yeah. Blade whips him. Yeah, it's kind of a weird. It's scene. a weird, yeah. weird homoerotic thing going. Yeah, on there, he's got but... him stripped down to his loincloth, yeah. and he's whipping Whips. him with like an electric whip. Yeah, that's right. And he's got his and arms. <laughs> and Skeletor is kind of like arms are chained. He's got. Yeah. He's like clinching his staff. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> is he's like sort of disgusted like, by it. <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's like disgusted and like he, he, he disgusted yet intrigued, oddly intrigued by it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and he does. He's kind of just. It's a weird scene. <laughs> it kind of sort of like a Doctor Evil sort of yeah. reaction. I think. He's like, yes, whip him, but don't whip him too much. <laughs> but not too much. Oh, this is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure the director you want this <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of an odd scene here it is a weird scene especially for this uh a quote-unquote kids movie yeah but um so yeah so the so he-man's getting whipped they're trying to figure out how to do it meanwhile julie's like just on a park bench like like asleep because she's like in a comatose because she's like of dying yeah she's comatose because of this leg injury. Say that she's gonna die she's gonna die basically because the leg's just gonna overcome her um 
And then uh, we also see Sorceress. Now she's kind of she's kind of like crumbling. Yeah, very yeah, she, very Beetlejuice mm, at the end said, yeah, when yeah, they yeah. are like uh, in their little trance. Um, yeah, I can't get get away from Gina Davis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When Gina Davis, Alec Baldwin's characters are like just kind of crumbling as yeah. they're getting older. This is what Sorceress is looking like. She's just now aging rapidly. Yeah. Um, because I guess he's just kind of draining all of her power. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's asking, um, he's asking He Man to kneel because you know he's whipping him, and he's like, "I'll never kneel to you." Well, well, we get we get one of the uh, Skull Troopers says. The uh, the moon is at its apex, and that's when the the great eye opens on the universe. And uh, yeah, that's when we get his speech of uh, like the Alpha and the Omega, death and rebirth, the death rebirth. Yeah, as you die, I will be reborn. Yeah, and then he has all the power of the cosmos, mm-hmm. and he's no longer a man. I am a God, yeah, yeah he pretty, transforms. Yeah, so he transforms. He goes from his. Doesn't really transform. He just gets like. A, yeah, so the the, the Skeletor here, he's kind of like in just dark clothing. He's got the cloak. He's mm-hmm. got the the hood, which is kind of homage to the cartoon character. Sort We've of. already kind of talked about his mask. It, it's just a. It is what it is. But yeah, now he becomes like. I liken it to like Super Shredder now. Now he becomes <laughs> Super Skeletor, but it's like to me, he looked like the Golden Samurai. Golden Samurai. Yeah. Uh, Skeletor, he know he he just has a mask on, like a big golden mask, which kind of looks like Electro from Spider Man. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> this guy looks like Electro. Yeah, yeah. and he's yeah. just got like this gold plated suit on now, uh-huh. where he's just like, and he's got spe- more electricity powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always did like kind of like that, and before he gets tra- he totally transforms that the the process, and he's got like the yellow, the gold electricity, like surging around yeah him. it's just surging and it, it kind of comes off of his fingertips yeah. onto his face and he like does this and yeah. he, like wipes across his face yeah. and it follows electricity it, kinda... like, it was a nice touch yeah it it's nice going touch. it's going with him like everything he moves is like it's yeah just through yeah the body. i mean whoever did that in post-production so you like, like, did a really good job you know who also had kind of electricity like that raiden who raiden not raiden the i don't know the the uh the enemy in um Howard a duck, remember? He was like electric. Oh, he yeah. was electrified. Yeah, remember? And he was yeah. like, Howard, I will get you, Howard. That's right. And he was right. like, the electricity just flowing through him. This is the same thing, man. He just had to. Oh, gosh, I love the 80s. Yeah. The 80s. The tr- I mean, you just, you get yourself an electrified bad guy. <laughs> this movie is half okay. You know? That's right. So- <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so Skeletor's got the fl- elect- flow electricity, and he's just like shocking the mess out of anything he wants to. Yeah, him, right? and then now, now he's really wanting he man to no! and he's lasers yeah. out of his eyes, out of his eye yeah. sockets. And he's like, no, I would never do to you. And then, as he's about to give him like the death, death blow, blow. we've get. Wildor's got his thing working. Yeah. And then our friends show up. Transported. Transported with pieces of the like wall it came like it came out car. of the, like it came out of the Brindlefly transporter. <laughs> it's right. Yeah, it's like pieces of the car, the brick wall, just that whole scene. Yeah. <laughs> the whole set piece yeah, just right. flew into the uh Castle Grayskull area. Mm-hmm. Which reminds you, it's got just a little 
you know, there's like they were like on one side and like Skeletor's on the other side of the, of the of his little dais or whatever, mm-hmm. his little throne room. And you got it's a good thing they didn't show up like like in one of the pits or whatever. So yeah, like there was a good chance. Yeah, the and then you got the little, you know, you got the little plank or catwalk between the, yeah. the two big pits. You yeah, know? two big pits. Two big just pits. Let you know, there's there. Yeah, and, uh, uh, and uh, yeah, got a gun. We got a we got a laser battle ensues because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, it was kind of like Big Trouble in Little China, like when at the wedding scene at the end, mm-hmm. and the the uh, the good guys show up and then they like attack him from behind. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Um. So now this is like He Man's chance to get away. He Man breaks free from his chain. Not really chains. Uh. Whatever. And he runs up because Skeletor has taken the sword of Grayskull. He's put it in this weird lock thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he runs up there and he grabs the sword and. And Skeletor shoots him with electricity and he breaks away and then he finally grabs it and he breaks free. And then we get the, I have have the power. power. And then it's on. Yeah. This is actually a cool scene. Like it gets kind of dark, you know? Well, you know why it got dark, right? Why? Well, because they ran out of money. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're right. I think I read where like, they only filmed this scene with the three act with the two actors. With the right? two actors. Yeah. And then they turned off all the lights. All the lights and just got like a red glow. Yeah. And it was just them two. They, like, and they used a, a very minimal crew mm-hmm. to do this but it, scene. But it they worked. couldn't afford but it, anybody else. But it worked. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, you know? it was a good scene. Like I it think... was uh very like like a Dolph was looking svelte. He was doing all his moves. Mm-hmm. He was like he's flicking that sword around. around. He's, that sword looks like it would be heavy. His delts are like popping. His like chest is popping. He's just jacked, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's like he's he's definitely been using a shake weight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a cool scene because it got (laughs) dark, and they were fighting, and it was good. It was a good, and it was just a cool clash of Skeletor and He Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is always a it's an epic battle. But that's funny that you mentioned that because yeah, they (laughs) ran out of money, so we gotta. Cut everything now. Just need the two actors here. That's right. Let's film this. I think the director like, was paying for it out of. I think pocket. he did. Yeah, <laughs> I think you read. I think I read that where he is like, you know what? I'm just gonna pay for this scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> we can't have Orko, but we're gonna have this scene. So, uh, uh, so fortunately for all of Eternia and the galaxy, He Man prevails, knocks Skeletor. Off the ledge into the pit. Oh yeah, he falls into one of the and big like, pits. And like you said, Emperor Palpatine style. Yeah, just straight him down. Yeah. And he's like, no, no. Doesn't Evil Lynn just like roll up out of there? Like, doesn't she kind of like I'm, like just like I'm out because I think she is kind of jaded by his. I don't really. Behavior. I don't know what happens with Evil Lynn. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised she's. What what do you think? What do you think would happen to her after this? I mean, Skeletor is <laughs> gone, or is he? And then, like, does she start her own like? I don't know. Like resistance? Yeah. Does she start her or? own like Skeletor like um, apologist tour? <laughs> you know, like just going out there and like in the name of Skeletor, like let's recruit some people. Or maybe she's like, like because uh, I Skeletor, he was he. 
he pressured me and I didn't really want to do it. Oh, I'm trying or, to change. My okay. Mind. So then she's just going to like go the other way around and say yeah. like, yeah, I mean, that was really, only, I'm part of the resistance or now. she just goes into hiding. And, mm-hmm. What about the other three mercenaries? What happened to them? Blade. I think blade was probably killed. Yeah. Be- beast man. Uh, beast man went and became a farmer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just, he started, uh, uh, he and pig boy, Pig boy. And went and started a farm somewhere. Okay. A farm for what? Like what? Pigs. Okay. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> I was thinking more like a vegetable farm. Or maybe farm beast or men eat pig boy. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Could have happened. Could be. Uh, and then Karg. Karg. Definitely. He applied for. He went, he, he went back he to like Earth. He seemed like he in hospitality. He went back to Earth. Uh, got a job as a shift manager at. Robbie's. Oh, okay. Okay. That's just, I guess that's hospitality. Yeah. yeah. He seemed uh, like he was just a pleaser. And he was like always the one that like when everybody else showed up for work, you were like, gosh, I hope he's not like working. Yeah. They're like, dude, that because hook, all he would do, he would, he would be me. like really mad all the time and yelling. And then he wouldn't actually work himself. He would go sit in the back office mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah. And just like text his friends and stuff. How does he text with that one hook? This is like one-handed. one-handed. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe he the he can take off the hook and put on his phone. Like a loose skywalker hand. Yeah, but he like put the phone uh, like on a cell phone holder. Oh, uh, okay. And yeah. then he's just like tapping it with his I mean, that's what he does now. Yeah. Then I don't know, he was probably just like calling his friends, you know, and I don't know, going to movies and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's uh <laughs> That's how it epically ends. Uh, I mean, wait, no, we got I some did, little wrap up. We got some wrap up. Yeah. yeah, everybody's everybody's back to normal. Julie has been healed. Uh, they are going to be sent. Oh back yeah, to Lubbock Earth. is take. Uh, Lubbock, yeah, he decides to just stay. Stay. Weird. He's, oddly, he's got a girlfriend all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. yeah some woman just kind of like rubbing his head. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, I'm a hero now. I think I'm just going to stay here in Eternia." Plus, there was like only twelve people <laughs> in the town. Not a lot of. Not I, mean, a lot I don't of, know how many people are actually living in. Like, not a lot, not a lot of young ladies to like, you know, meet. So, I met this one random woman here in Eternia in Castle Grayskull. Is the Eternia prison full of like skeleton troopers now? Are they Probably. like all in prison? Maybe. They, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, anyway, and is that is it is it sorceress who says like every destination is but a door? Wait, oh no! When they're explaining the good journey thing, because they're like, "Oh, yeah, don't, good journey! Don't say goodbye." You know, we say good, good journey. journey. Oh, yeah. that's what men and art, man. Yeah, because every destination, every destination is a door but, to another. It's but a door to another. A door, a door to way another, to another. Yeah, to another destination. That kind of reminds me. I feel of, like it's too many destinations. I don't know. It reminds me of like every destination is but a doorway to another. Okay, time is but a window. Life is but a door. Life is but a door. Time uh, is but a window. I'll, I'll be, be back. back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, Vigo, the Carpathian. Yeah. He uh, he sounded like he could have been an attorney. Yeah. He looked like he might have been from attorney. Yeah. But yeah. So then um, they say goodbye to Julie and that Kevin. Good, good, good journey. Yeah. Good, excuse me. Good journey to uh, Julie and Kevin. And then Julie kind of has her own like Marty McFly scene waking up. 
Um, yeah, everywhere. because because Gwildor's like, are you sure you want to go back? I mean, I can send you back to any time and point in Earth's history, any wherever you want to go. Yeah, he kind of alludes to this. Yeah, yeah, and then then she at the very end, she's just like, like just as they're going through, she's like, no, Gwildor, wait, take me back before, blah, 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 and then trails off. Mm-hmm. Of course, then you totally know what's happened. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, she's gonna go back to and um. Her dad is a uh, now a really famous science science uh, fiction author. That's right. And Biff will be cleaning, you That's know, right. Biff's cleaning the, the car. car. Um, and and uh, his, his, his girlfriend, her dad's new book has just arrived. Yep. And his girl, his sister is like dating a bunch of guys. Yeah. And, and her, uh, you know, her brother is Biff. Now, he says, "Now, Biff, don't, don't con me." me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Mr. McFly. Mr. McFly. Just, I, uh, I just fi- finished out the first cover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, your new book came in. Hey, Marty. Oh, hey, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> just oh. kidding. Oh, here are your keys. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go with Jennifer to the lake this uh, weekend? Yeah, I thought. Oh, well, I really like her. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Julie does wake up. But it's very. I just thought the scene was very. Similar to Marty McFly waking up to uh, back in time, <laughs> and, she and comes, then and then He Man shows up and he's like, "Julie, Julie, Kevin, <laughs> <laughs> Julie, Kevin, we gotta go back to a time." <laughs> yeah. No, it's why? It's, why? Oh, we a bunch of jerks. <laughs> no, no, it's your kids. It's it's your kids. It's your kids. So it's gonna be done about your kids. <laughs> Wait, how are our kids in Antonia? Antonia. We'll get to that sequel. Well, when the I time need comes. fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, yeah, he man, you're gonna need to back up. We don't have enough road to get to 88. So, roads. Roads. Where we're Where going? We, going? we don't need roads. roads. <laughs> no. So to get to the point, Julie wakes up and finds that her parents are still alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they are about to go on this flight and she convinces them otherwise. Well, she's convinced by stealing the key. Yeah. She says, don't get on that plane today. Uh, I just have a feeling. Don't do it. Don't do it. Steals her keys and runs out to the middle of the street where she runs into Kevin. Kevin's like, like, Oh my goodness, don't let your parents. Because they're only one third of the townsfolk. So, um, of course, they're going to run into each other. And then they like, they're like, It wasn't for real. And he's like, What does he do? He pulls out the uh, the little thing, like like the snow globe that they gave him. Yeah. And 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 he mans on it and he's doing, I have the power. Fellas, have you hit that workout plateau and are leaving gains on the table? Are you just sick and tired of not seeing results from your exercise routine? Well, get ready to take your workout to a galactic level with He-Man's Portal Power Hour. That's right. He-Man has put together some of his favorite workout routines based on Eternian muscle building sites. Guaranteed to take you from geek to Greek. God, in just 60 minutes a day. And for you ladies, don't forget to check out Tila's Total Body Tone-Up. Guaranteed to get you that beach body you're looking for. So check out either program, E-Man's Portal Power Hour or Tila's Total Body Tone-Up at your local Grayskull gym today. Hey, man. Okay. Yeah, so roll credits. Roll credits. Epic movie. Oh, we almost forgot something, though. At is the, the movie actually really over? No, if you wait to the end of the credits, you get a little surprise. Yeah, we got uh, one of we I see guess the, one of the first post credits. We see scenes. the DeLorean fly. 
but yeah. we see a Skeletor yeah. pop his head out of the yeah, water. Yeah, he jumps out of the water and he says the uh, old Terminator 2. I'll be back. Or Terminator, yeah. yeah. I'll be back. And yeah. it just freezes, yeah. But he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't. He didn't come back, right? He didn't, no. I think they were bet- hedging their bets, thinking they are going to do the sequel. Yeah, and I read up on it. The sequel was going to be very interesting. I thought it was gonna, <laughs> it was like a very interesting plot, I guess, um, from what they were going to try to attempt. So, tell me about it. Yeah, so Skeletor goes back to Earth, <laughs> disguises himself as like a businessman mm-hmm. um, who's like going, it. yeah, who's going to leverage his businessman influence to use that as another opportunity to uh, like become a high powered businessman. Hmm, not and, actually like a low level. No, 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 no. High powered. Yeah. Right, right. And use his influence to, again, gain power of become the master of the universe like he once did before. I'm not really sure how he would do that on Earth. Anyway. Anyways. But then. You know what? He, he would he would have gone out and looked for like uh, what it was like an electron spec spectrometer scope thing mm-hmm. what was the thing that in Howard the duck uh yeah that's a good one <laughs> i can't remember it now anyway yeah i know what you're talking about what is he going to use that for to pull his all his menus yes he doesn't have the cosmic key anymore so yeah he's so use, he's got to use that yeah you're gonna have to look that thing up whatever that thing was called um but then um and then this was cool so and he man would fall would then be tailing Skeletor or you know, like keeping tabs on Skeletor in disguise as a pro football quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> so by day he's a pro football. So it's sort which, of like a reverse Flash Gordon. Yeah, so he's a pro <laughs> football quarterback uh, in, on Earth, but in reality it's He Man mm. who's also like moonlighting as I mean forget watching film and practice <laughs> and. He all plays that. on the Eternian football team. Yeah. Forget all that other stuff. He's just going to show up for game day, and then every other time he's going to be keeping tabs on uh, Skeletor as Skeletor is making his uh, rise among the corporate America to uh, capture the uh, the cosmic pa- the cosmos powers to become, once again, masters of the universe. But uh, as as we mentioned earlier, you know, Dolph wasn't so a fan of playing He Man. Mm-hmm. He wasn't so much as a fan. So I guess they were like tab, they tabbed, or they had thoughts of plugging in Laird Hamilton. Who, so I need to look up this this guy who is a surfer. Um, m- well, m- most known as a uh, big wave surfer, and also married to um, what was the what was her name? She's like a volleyball uh, athlete. Um, <laughs> I've already forgot her name, but uh, yeah. So he was a—he's uh, like a—I don't even know if he's even done any acting. You know, even at this time, had done any acting. I know he's like a model and a surfer, and he's done like surfing stunts. Like I think he did like a couple of surfing stunts for some movies. I think for like one of the James, one of the Pierce Brosnan James Bond movies, he did like a. Okay. Maybe it was Die Another Day. He did a surfing. He was like the body devil for Pierce Brosnan for a surfing uh, scene. Um, but they were going to make him He-Man. Well, he kind of has a look. He's a blonde. He's got like shaggy blonde hair. And of course, he's a surfer. So he's definitely in good shape. So. Right, right, right. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Because one, the story sounded outrageous. <laughs> Quarterback by day, He-Man by night. While chasing 
Skeletor. It's pretty ludicrous. Yeah. So. Um, the oh, Howard the Duck is the laser spectroscope. Laser spectroscope. That's mm-hmm. it. Yep. So, Gabrielle Reese. Excuse me. So he's married to Gabrielle Reese. If you remember her. Uh, the name sounds familiar. Yeah, I mean, I think he could pull off E Man. I mean, he's pretty jacked. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's. He's no Dolph. No, but who is? <laughs> true, true. <laughs> but um, but the plot I think was maybe a little lagging. He he was Kevin Costner stunt double in uh, Waterworld. Oh, there you go. Well, yeah, I think he's really good at acting with water. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> they should have made him. Maybe they should have made He Man like surfer by day, He Man by night. Then oh, really... like Bodie or. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Johnny Utah or Bodie. Yeah. <laughs> then I think that would really fit with the persona. But, uh, you know, I just thought that was an interesting um, take on the sequel. But again, like you, we mentioned before, they uh, ran out of money. Yeah. Couldn't get it going. And apparently there's <laughs> there's a, a reboot to be made. Um, it sounds like if you read up on it, it seems like a epic epic journey of like this person's attached to it. Now this person's attached to it. Now this, now this producer's attached to it. It's been going on since like 2004. I used to kind of get excited when I would hear about some new movie, mm-hmm. like live action movie. And yeah. then it just never happened. Yeah. Nothing's ever happened. Well, this was the thing with this thing. It's like since 2004, it's been the worst to have this reboot of the masters of the universe, like reboot live action film. And I think, um, Several names, several actors have been attached to it, but have just have been just dropped out because um, I think even like Dolph was like Dolph was interested in playing King Randor, you know, to not reprise the role of He Man because he's you know, yeah. he's now much older, but to play King Randor in the new film. So it's just kind of funny because like, okay, you didn't like being a, you say this is not one of your favorite films, but then you're like, oh, I'll take, I'll take the opportunity now. I mean, actors, anything for a paycheck. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, and it's sort of like, uh, like it's nostalgic, I guess. Schwarzenegger reprising Conan, and is, isn't there been some talk about Schwarzenegger playing Conan again? Oh, is there? Oh, and man. playing like King Conan or something? Oh, okay. Like well, that. you know, it is. It is Hollywood. I mean, everything's feasible at this moment. You know, if someone comes up with an idea, if someone has the, enough money, an idea can become a film pretty quick. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So. Um, so I guess here's a reboot that's been in the works. And I think the last is that they casted some kid. I don't even know the name of it. There was two two guys. There was one guy who was going to do it, and he dropped out. Now they got some other kid who said he's going to be a part of it. But There was somebody that I remember. It sounded like Warner Brothers picked up the rights, and then there, they've been just moving names around. There was a name. Of, John Woo was attached to it at one point. Yeah, I did. I did Mick G that. was also attached to it. Now it just sound like they're just. Uh, Mission Impossible sequels. Yeah, exactly. And was Christopher McQuarrie part of it? McGee's no longer part of it. And I think, yeah, it's just like, anyways, it's in the works. I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but it'll be interesting to see if it comes to fruition. Yeah. I I wouldn't hold my breath for it. You know, at this point, too, I think the, I don't have the appetite for it. It's even there anymore. Because well, that's another thing, too. I don't know if it is either. I mean, really He Man's like a thirty-year-old, thirty, forty-year-old franchise, you know. And I don't know if people are like, "Oh man, I really want to see a He Man film." Maybe yeah. people of our age will go check it out, but I mean, I think anyone lower, anyone in a younger, 
I was my my cynical side would say that <laughs> you can't call it he man. That's not inclusive enough. Yeah, that that <laughs> that is that true as that is as uh, very true as well. Um, but he, I don't I don't know. I would definitely check. It. I mean, maybe check it out if they hit it. But I mean, they just did a like Kevin Smith did like a cartoon. Like he did a reboot of the cartoon, and I heard it wasn't very. I good. heard it flopped. Yeah, I heard it was very lame. And I think Netflix has another. Like a family friendly version too, but I mean, I didn't, I just, knew, I just, I didn't know of it until mm-hmm. we started doing this film, and I was just doing some research. I was like, oh, Netflix currently has a family live action. I mean, like, like computer generated, you know, cartoon. Whereas yeah. I think um, the other cartoon was more adult oriented with Kevin Smith, and I think yeah, you're right. It got some pretty, pretty, pretty. Pretty bad reviews. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, again, I uh, can't speak to it. I haven't seen any of the Kevin Smith or the new re, um, um, cartoons on it. I mean, the only thing I watched the He Man is the 83, 85 seasons. And that's yeah. really all that. And of course, this 1987 film. And, um, well, anyway, yeah. I would, uh, I would just tell our audience, you know, I, I think it's a great film. It's, um, we brought out how it's not like if you're a purist, if you're a purist of the He-Man uh, uh, cartoons, you may be, I don't know, you may not like it because it doesn't have a lot of the elements of the cartoon. But I think what you are there really any purists of cartoon anymore? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I get, I, can't I get, I get a little picky with the TMNT franchise, but. Um, yeah, I, but it's it's more just like what I'd like to see. I think they've got one. They've got too many iterations now. Um, yeah, and I haven't seen disclaimer as of this moment. I haven't seen the most recent one, um, and I don't know if I even want to. But um, I don't know. I just think the film. But for He Man, I think this was a great film. I think uh, Dolph Lundgren was. I thought he was the perfect perfect uh, casting, and I think the cast, everyone in the cast, did pretty pretty well. I think you're right. Uh, Frank was the, like you said, the high watermark. He did an excellent job as Skeletor, and he was fun to watch, and he was kind of frightening and funny and formidable all at once. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was a good way. I think it was a good, respectable, fil- respectable film from a comp to take from an '80s comic, comedy or Amy's cartoon series that was originally just made to sell toys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, I would think it's a cult. I mean, it has that cult status, and I think the cult status is warranted. So mm-hmm. I think it's a fun film to watch. Yes, uh, I am a longtime defender of this movie. Yeah, yeah, I have uh, I have gone to battle like He Man against Skeletor uh, for Motu for a long time. <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's nothing really to pick at the movie either. I mean, other than the, some scenes where, like, you know, we, the casting. I mean, there's apparently only like 12 people in this whole town, but <laughs> you know, and there's some funny scenes where you're like, this kind of is kind of weird. But and you know, the oh, uh, this is not a perfect movie. No, by yeah, no, yeah. by no means. But, but for a sci-fi, you can you can definitely but pick it apart yeah, if you want to. But but for me, like when you're watching a sci-fi flick, you kind of you kind of ease up on like a lot of like uh, definitely yeah a to. lot of like. Uh, norms or what have you would find in like a more real world film so and it just and it but it flows i think it's flow it's fun it's entertaining does Gwildor get a little annoying yes mm-hmm. um but it's not enough to is i don't think he's at jar jar bing's level no he's not at jar yeah. jar bing's level no and um, uh yeah i like the film i give it a i give it a i give it a watch if you're 
if you have yet to listen. Oh, yes. If you're listening and yet to watch, I would give it a, a view, I should say. So, yes. This is a great movie. All um, right. Well, uh, long time defender. Well, Mike, I have to say to you, good journey. Good journey. Yeah. And uh, this has been a another movie chat with Mike and Pat. And thank you, everybody. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe to the podcast. I don't, I don't know who you all are, but please do it. I think you're all amazing because you're listening to us. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. If you're listening to this, then uh, you are our friends. Yeah. <laughs> if you made it to this far of the, the podcast, I'm incredibly impressed. And keep on listening. <laughs> There's more good stuff to come. Yeah. Yeah. Because we only cover the best movies on this podcast, with the exception of the last one. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna we're gonna cover some weird ones. That's what we do. So, okay. All right. Well, good journey. Good journey. Journey. Good journey, everyone out there. Everyone else. Good journey. Hey, man. <laughs>